0: This episode of the Co-optional podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website or
1: online store, make your next move with squarespace.com/cooptional.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Here on the twentieth of February, two thousand and eighteen.
1: What this year is already flying by. It is. How's this happening? As quickly as it's possible. The quickening, man. It's the quickening. The quickening. <laughs> it's the quickening, man. That was not
2: what the quickening was about, Jesse. It was. about uh, not you? Islander. Are that you? The only are one. you?
1: Are you sure this year's not going to end with a fight? in an abandoned warehouse where glass shatters and i don't know how this year is going to end for me it's a good point it's gonna happen it's true it's good the quickening was when you absorb
2: the soul of your defeated enemy that's my plan okay (laughs) jesse versus the world
1: (laughs) i'm gonna just which enemies specifically
0: do we have to worry about here or which which what
1: which what which enemy
0: specifically are we having to worry about here
1: uh you know that guy that like dude he's he's like 10 feet tall and he used to be i think a viking but then he became a like skinhead gangbanger you know that guy (laughs) what you know that guy the guy on trouble
2: (laughs) no
1: the guy from from highlander that guy
3: Oh, oh you're talking about highlander i was like what are you mentioning? What is going on right the now?
1: It, what? I got, I got, I got, I, I
3: keep up, said Victor. It was very, very vague. Okay. That's
2: your fault, not me. mine. What was the name of the guy? Something like Hartigan or Gratigan or Schmartigan. The it was guy. something, yes, like that. Erg-
3: it was, Ergigan, something. It was, it was, was cardigan. cardigan. It was Cardigan. Oh, yeah.
1: And now, <laughs> yeah, obviously. the only one, he wasn't a Viking. He was more of a nomad. Sure, he was. Sure, he was, sure. chat. Sure, he was. Kerrigan, Kerrigan,
2: yeah, that's Yeah, it. well done, Valak- it, was, Valak-
1: it was Kerrigan. It was so, yeah, on And uh, the only way I can defeat him by the end of the year, I have to find myself a old Spanish Scotsman.
2: Yes, I'm Spa- I'm Spanish. <laughs>
1: I'm definitely Spanish.
2: I love tapas. <laughs> Let
1: me show you how to swing a sword. <laughs> I'm from Lushburg. where I'm clearly from. That's why I talk like this.
3: Yeah, I loved I loved him on Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. He was good. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Yep, <laughs> it's just mean about his mum, isn't he? That's pretty much it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so welcome to the how... show, everyone. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah we, have, we have so much Highlander <laughs> and yet so little good Highlander.
2: Yo, There's one, one good Highlander. You're right. There's a lot of the Highlander two. I don't know if there was a Highlander three. There was, Highlander.
1: There was Highlander. There was another one as two, well, which was terrible yeah. there was a another highlander which was like highlander endgame or some shit like that yeah was like- that was after yeah. three there yes. were three of them then there was endgame and there was a whole television series it was, that- which was here's good. the thing i like that tv show i enjoyed that shit it was campy and weird i loved it if done now it would probably be fine tv used to be shit let's be honest yeah. it used to be
4: really really bad it was
2: actually quite terrible I mean Xena Warrior Princess, anybody? I watched that show, and at the time I remember thinking, this is a pretty good show. But if that came out now, you'd think, how how many this pounds do they spend on this? This is like five pounds an worst. episode,
0: I think. Yeah. The the standards for television have gone up quite significantly, let's yeah. be frank. I was, well, I was watching Altered Carbon recently on Netflix. I'm mm-hmm. thinking yeah. that is a lot of very good CG. Yeah. And that is a quite, lot of didn't full quite frontal get it nudity. It <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of nudity. A lot of full frontal nudities. I'm thinking that's where most of the money went into contracts to get them to agree to that. Uh, it's like that is a lot of money being thrown at a television show. But you know what? Turned out pretty good, as far
2: as I'm yep. concerned. I'm sure it gets a lot of viewers. Sci fi is very hot. It, I also, yes, I also know, like that, I, I have it? a friend who works in TV <laughs> and she said... Sci-fi is very year, hot. Sci-fi is very hot. It's very hot right <laughs> now. Next year, dystopia. That's what's coming. Get ready dystopia.
0: for Dystopia. I mean, it's we're kind of halfway there, aren't we? I mean, I wouldn't call Altered Carbon and particularly happy show.
2: No, but I think I think next year specifically, there's going to be a lot of dystopia. We're going
0: full-on dystopia. All right. Yeah. I'm
3: okay with that.
2: Hey, we're practically there already. Why not make a TV show about it?
3: Yeah, and everything's hot.
2: <laughs> it's hot,
3: baby.
1: <laughs> dystopia hot is right hot. Now. Sci-fi used to be hot <laughs> Dystopia, hot. Just hot. I want to like work at the executive sort of Hollywood place that you work at, where everything's just hot, baby. It's hot. It's
2: hot. Well, it's hot. His, my, my friend that works in TV, she went for a meeting with one of the big the big higher-up guys, very strange guy had an assistant, and he would be very nice to whoever was there for the meeting and just scream obscenities at his assistant. And she came into the office and she sat down in like the chair in front of the desk. He went, What are you doing? She said, Well, I'm sitting in the chair. He was like, Don't sit on that chair. That chair's worth like so many thousands of dollars. Just stand there. So she just had to stand. She wasn't allowed to sit in the chair. I was so like, Oh, bloody hell, was the point of the chair. Put the chair there then. Why well, put the chair there? But he was like, What are you doing to sit in that chair? How dare you? Like, stand. So she just had to stand in front of the desk for like this quite long meeting where we they're talking about TV. it's like, right, you go now. Shout that sounds
0: like someone. a job where someone is being paid just to be abused by somebody, which doesn't seem to be particularly good, really.
2: Well, she doesn't have to see him very often, to be fair. He's like, the higher-ups just shout a few things every few months and you go off and do your job. then you come in and talk to the higher-ups and they shout at you some more. And TV spits out the other end. That's how it works. It's the magic of television.
1: Yeah, that's television is so great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it, it sounds great. Doesn't
2: it? Who yeah. wouldn't want to work in TV?
3: Yeah, yeah, but it's the, those... that's the first thing I dreamed of. As
0: soon as Disney bought Polaris, I'm like, finally, my opportunity has come
2: <laughs> to work at TV. Get shouted out TV at specifically TV in children's
0: yeah.
3: television. Yes, <laughs> I'll stick to my shouting, getting shouted at by uh, people on the internet instead.
2: Much easier because they, it's yeah, because yeah, the
3: yeah, and they don't they don't pay me for it, so they can shout at me all they want.
1: It's what? mutual.
0: <laughs> what? What? Wait. That what? what
1: how does it work that <laughs> they don't way? pay me for it so they can shout at me all they want is They're, that no. is that how this works right this, yeah because you can, okay. you
0: can you can ignore them let me They're give you not... a piece of business advice they can shout at you as much as you want but they have to pay you for it that is a they, much, yeah, that, that, much yeah, that's what a business
3: model but that's what a boss would do because the internet yells at you for for free you can just simply ignore them and not do what they tell you to you can. See, what, see what i mean
0: yeah but what about if you monetize
3: no. that uh well I'm on YouTube so nothing I do is monetized anymore. So. You got you got Twitch as well. Are you got Patreon? I do have Twitch. I do have Twitch and Patreon. Yeah, Thank you. you can, by the way, you
0: can use those.
3: Yeah, you can go find that over at. I'll well, save that, that for the.
0: Well done on the plug
3: there. Really good. You had <laughs> the of...
4: He
0: had
2: one hey, shot at I... that. He
0: had one shot at that. He just blew it up. Hey, I did
3: I did not I did not go to the Crendor School of Shilling, alright? I'm I I'm respectful of my shilling. You went to the, the Mumble
1: School of Mumbling.
0: Yes. Yeah. You still, still wasted uh, an uh, equal uh, amount of everybody's time. It's just
3: you got nothing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all it's all mumble rap in the end. Uh, I, I need to release an album.
1: Su- 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 That's for the old school kids.
3: Well cool the podcast we do. I'm occasionally... an old school kid. What's zzz? Z- 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 z-?
1: It's from YTMND, uh, bro. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I,
4: I,
0: I i used to visit there from time to time and i don't remember that existing it's still it around. It's yeah
1: still, still it's still around. i would not go there i'm convinced it's filled with i, I, right I now. probably wouldn't go there No,
3: no that's probably a bad idea someone should go and tell us what they found
2: it's still there go and look for oh holy shit which is one of my favorite ytmnds ever of the guy singing oh holy night and nailing it and uh it's it's wonderful
3: I always love the flame wreath one from uh, what is the name of that, of that wow raid boss in Karazhan? The one that's in the, uh, in the library that cast the flame wreath. I will not move when flame wreath is cast. cast the raid raid what, was was the, what was the name of it? A oh, a shade, shade, shade of Iran. That's who it was. Yeah. It yeah. was the, it was done Tip by a uh,
0: brew yeah. guy was the name <laughs> of the guy that sung that. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to do a lot of wild songs. They were pretty mm-hmm. good.
3: That was my, well, one of my favorite ones. Yeah, so I remember that one.
0: YTMND, where memes actually took effort. Everything went yep. downhill from there. Yep. It is true.
2: Oh, the, the memes you kids have these days are garbage,
3: low effort memes. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. Garbage memes. Dig the they memes really out of the really ground with your bare hands. <laughs> 15 miles to the nearest oh, keyboard. Yeah. Uphill Absolutely both disgusting. ways. And we didn't have none of these fancy animated GIFs. We had nothing but copy-pasted wallpapers on YTND.
0: Well, if you millennials would stop wasting all of your currency on avocado toast, then you'd get some good memes out there every once in a while. But no, <laughs> That's never going to happen. You could
1: buy a meme house like the rest of us.
0: Indeed. A white picket fence. Once the Corruption Podcast, we do occasionally talk about video games. We did bring our guest, who actually hadn't been on the show for like three years, unbelievably. He'd managed to avoid us for that long. Yeah, unbelievably. Wow. Uh, Yeah, yeah. no, I
2: was still downstairs, I think, at that point. Yeah. Now I'm upstairs. I've elevated myself to the top floor of the house. It's like getting a promotion. I have a window view. Uh, I have a whole bunch of crap behind me. Yeah, yeah,
0: you got things you can point to. When yeah. you do when you don't agree with people. So that's but good. no
2: sign, which is a good one. Yeah.
0: Yep, that's that's a good example of that. Uh, but yeah, you managed to avoid us for a whole three years, which uh, I mean I wouldn't call that a solid record. I think there's people <laughs> who've definitely managed longer than that. But that's more of a case of did we invite them back at any point? And the answer is probably no. I but was not.
2: This is the first time you've invited me back in three years, I think. So yes. I think it, the, the burden is on you in that regard. But
0: it yeah. is, yes. The burden was definitely on us for not doing that. And then we did so, and then you got sick, proving our point that we should have never invited <laughs> was, you in the first yeah, place. Yeah, What's the matter unreliable. with you,
3: period?
2: How could you, you get sick? I went, to, I went to China. I went to Shanghai. Well, that is your first uh, mistake. Yeah, I went I went there for a Dota event, and I was fine. I was on the plane coming back, and on the plane, I started getting a terrible headache. And I thought, oh my God, tell me I'm not coming down with something. Two weeks of flu, and I'm just now getting over it. I'm better now. Sounds but yeah, about right. Pretty Oof. bad. The sickest I've been with the flu ever, hands down. Chinese type 2 flu or something. My wife Chinese type two, type 2 flu. Type,
1: type 2 flu. It rhymes, which that is even more made sad. Of. Type two flu. Hey, that's
3: back. that's the next mumble rap track right there. There
1: you go. Oh, no, type, type two. Flu. Type two. Flu. Type, yeah. two flu type two. Type two.
2: That's you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right. Just just let, it hop, it. just let oh, Hop just let Hobson get on with it. got the type
1: flu flu. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There you go. Jesse's got it. Has he? God, I'm
2: sorry. Get in bed. Get take drink lots of water. Take lots of paracetamol. You'll be right. <sighs> <Yeah>.
0: Indeed. <laughs> so some people also might be wondering where Dodger's went off to. Well, you know, Dodger is getting along when it comes to the whole Pregas thing so she is away visiting her parents at the moment i believe she's back next week as far as i'm aware so uh to make sure that we did fill in our mandatory twitch diversity quota we couldn't find a woman but we did find a half asian so that counts
1: <laughs> i everybody going with that yeah. also, <laughs> also i'm a dog
0: so you know we're good on that front i think we should be all right
3: I mean, I feel like I'm doing at least something halfway <coughs> decently. If you guys have invited me back again, and it, it didn't take you three it's years, it's mostly
0: so. you around.
3: Yeah, I'm usually the uh, I'm I'm the I'm the friend that's on call. It's like, hey, we need a last minute fill. I'm like, I'm a giant loser. I could do it. Sign me up, TB. Yeah, and then I, I, just I, I, I did actually abuse.
0: against my better judgment invite crendor and then he said, oh, I'm getting my gallbladder removed today. I'm like, well, that's a yeah, reasonable what the excuse. Fuck? Well,
2: yeah. How old is he? How old is he? I mean, I, I thought that was I don't have a I gallbladder. A yeah, I don't have yeah, one either.
0: Fuck. Uh they got the yeah, they get rid of those any opportunity they get. Like any other surgeries like oh you want gallbladder out as well. You might as well it's just gonna cause problems later in life. I'm like, all right. Sure. Yeah, he
3: he bought the 3 for the 3 for 1 uh IKEA special for surgeries. So is, my,
2: is is there something wrong with my gallbladder? Should I just get it removed?
3: I mean, the gallbladder just causes
0: problems and has basically no practical purpose, so you might as well, Doesn't it yeah. give
2: me gumption or gall or something? I don't, bile. Think,
0: I don't think... Well, it certainly gives you bile. I don't know about gumption.
3: Okay. Probably because no you gall, share. though. You had the gall for the gallbladder. Exactly.
2: You have I'm going to keep hold of my gallbladder as long as I can. I you, want that bile. You
0: feel free, as long as it does not explode on you, which it okay. can I, do. I, keep
3: an eye on that. Suddenly, I like how the requirements without warning, of, it can me, explode. I, I love how the requirements... I didn't mean to interrupt you, TV, sorry. I, I, I like how the requirements for me joining wasn't that you know we i might have something good to say or you know hey i have fun with everyone on the podcast it's we had to fill our our diversity quota (laughs) the fact of
0: the matter is we let you know where you stand before you come (laughs) on the show and to me that's the most important thing
3: yeah they i tb is actually correct in that he he informs me straight up he's like all you need to do is just sit there and just be show up
0: you have played you've played video games this week right yes great fantastic
3: he did say that he did say that
0: speaking of who's been playing what this week what's been going on who wants to toss their hat in the ring first
1: um
2: jesse does
1: trying to think of all the stuff i've played this
2: week if you want some time to think I can tell you what I've been playing, it's like three things. Sure. If, if, and okay, so Dota, obviously. A lot of Dota. I'm into my 6,000-hour section of Dota, so I'm still playing that.
0: I have Once, heard there are some changes afoot with Dota as of late. Like... Well, one, one
2: of the big changes is that they're now doing a patch every two weeks. Previously, we had to wait some time. Hmm. So now they're doing like a two-weekly little balance patch, occasional changes, new stuff, but nothing like... Because previously it was like, hey, you waited four months and here's your patch. And you're like, this is all horribly broken. And then a month would go by and then something else would come out to kind of go, here's that stuff we go going to fix now. So now they're like, every two weeks, we're going to adjust this here a little bit, this here a little bit, this a little bit, and just tweak it. But you kind of think, how has it taken this long to come up with the model of little adjustments often rather than one massive adjustment remake
0: the entire game every exactly. few months
2: so just do a little tweak so that's what they've been doing i've been playing csgo which i play a lot of now which is a great game and compared to the imbalance of dota it's like this perfectly balanced peach of a game that i play and stellaris which has had uh, big new expansions coming out for that and i got a code for it um from paradox which is very kind of them and i've been playing that off stream because it was an nda till monday and I was going to stream it yesterday, but instead we did sub-in-houses where people just played dirt, and I commentate on it. I'm doing this tonight, so I'll probably do it tomorrow at some point. But it's great. It's a really good expansion.
0: Tell me about Stellaris thing because it's the 2.0 patch. It yes. is the Apocalypse expansion pack, which is exactly what it says on the tin, right?
2: Yes. You can now build World Breakers, this ah. Colossus. And you, it looks like a little Death Star. There's a whole bunch of them. And you <laughs> rock up in the enemy system. You just go, Beep! blow up their home planet. It's like, I didn't do it. I, I actually, the thing is, I was like, I'm going to destroy their world. I'm like, what are people going to think of me? Because I was, I actually had a really interesting game. We had a galactic crisis going on. The unbidden had turned up and poured out of a wormhole and were attacking everybody with their mega fleets. And I was like, I'm going to have to worry about those guys pretty soon. I was in a federation. I left it because I wanted to attack my neighbor. The federation were pissed off at me for leaving. I attacked my neighbor. I lost the war. I was kind of a little bit fucked. So I was like... I'll blow up their home planet with my Colossus. And then I i was about to jump in and do it, and I just thought, got cold feet. I thought, I can't do it. It's like millions of sentient beings living on that world. I'm just going to blow it up? We're just a happy mushroom people. That's our whole thing. Do we want to be known as the mushroom people that destroyed a planet? So I didn't do it, but I, I promise I will do it at some point. I'm told there
0: is more than one way to do it. If you're a more pacifistic race, instead of blowing them up, you can surround their planet in a shield, which... I guess just starves them all to death, which... I guess so. Or like the sun cuts off the
2: sun and stuff. It's still pretty brutal. It doesn't seem very pacifistic to me. It's like Mr. Burns is blocking out the sun with a giant shield thing. It's still pretty pretty evil. uh...
0: Yeah, it does seem a little bit evil, but it's nice that you got choice there. You got 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 the choice.
2: I I didn't get that choice. I went for the Colossus.
3: I feel like that's the the more slow, painful, torturing death, though, instead of just ending it quickly, you just freeze them. Yeah, just
2: get it over with. Boom. Nail their planet.
3: I i liked I mean I bought look I got Solaris because Math has told me that it was good and I didn't I didn't believe him. Uh I after four playing four or so hours of the of the vanilla release, I was like, I still have no idea what's going on. The, it is uh, a very
2: complicated ha- game. I mean it's, it's a super complicated game, right? So I mean I know you yeah. guys are talking about playing Civ, and I actually remember, Jesse, that three years ago. You said, strategy games, bah, who's got time for that? You didn't play them. And now I hear you're playing
1: Civ. Well, I've always played Civ. I, I think there's a, I, I personally, I could, you know, I don't know what the internet's going to say about this shit, but I personally think that Civ is like on the lighter end of that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily consider it like a forex. It definitely isn't, but I don't consider it like, on that level of depth and detail and shit like that. So, yeah, I mean, I've always played Civ games, like, going back to Civ 2 and 3. Of um, course. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a 4X, but it's,
0: it's certainly one of the most accessible ones. Yeah, yeah there's
1: I, just yeah, something I was gonna about it that, that doesn't seem as, like, overwhelming as the other games, especially when space is involved and it's not just, like, a, a map that you see it's literally here's a system and here's a system and then within those systems are other things you have to there's a lot it's a lot to focus on those types yeah of things. i mean Mathis Mathis
3: warned me he was like you know he, he asked me if i ever played a 4x game i said well i played civ and he's like it's not yeah i was it, talking about a
2: real 4x yeah, game. It, yeah
3: i mean that was, that was kind of what i was going for without saying it but yeah that's that's basically what math has said and i was like i mean if i can get civ like i can if i just play the game i can understand it eventually but the For a first time ever playing Stellaris as a brand new player, yeah, I, it, was, it was awful. Yeah, because, I mean, there they there is a built-in tutorial, but it's not very good. It's, it
2: doesn't really prepare you. But it, you know what? I've been thinking about why this is that a lot of people struggle with Space forex games to sort of feel engaged by them. And, and some strategy games are kind of like, I didn't feel really engaged. I didn't really care. It's like there's a bunch of stuff going on over there. I didn't really know what was happening. If you think about Civ, what's attractive about it is it's grounded in the real world and in history, mm-hmm. so you—it's relatable, it. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're like, well, I've got muskets now. I understand what muskets mean. I know so what a musket say, does. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if you're like, I've got X-ray laser green plasma manipulators like, and the manifolds. Exactly. By the way, so like, yeah. And that's why I think the *Alpha Centauri* remake. What was it called? Was it called *Alpha Centauri*? The one they did a couple of years ago? No,
0: Civ Beyond Earth*.
2: Beyond Earth, right? Yeah, so it was,
0: was beyond, uh, yeah. I hesitate to base. call that a Alpha Centauri remake because I think it was far, far worse.
2: It was much worse. And one of the problems with it was that nothing meant anything. It's like Bio 7. I mean, who cares? Like, I, I don't understand what plus one
4: to yeah, this. Right. like it
2: didn't matter. And also, all the wonders that you built, it, they all had these weird fancy sci fi names, but it didn't feel grounded in anything. You were like, I don't no. care about any of this. I'm not, there's no tie there to real life. So I think that's, that's the power of Civ
1: that's why i like the uh even even the the star wars mods for shit and back when they actually had star wars like s- space games like that i like that even though they weren't the best games i like them because i understood the concepts
2: you get it yeah you know what's good and what's bad and what's big and mm-hmm. what's not and yeah that's it you know what's hot jesse you know what's hot that's the thing
1: i'm like the kids i know what's hot, hot. there was like a kim kardashian 4x no wait hold on kendall she's the one right now right Whatever was, which one of them is popular. Forex 4X game. 4X out. game. Make it happen.
3: A, Kar- a Kardashian 4X game. It'd be hot.
2: They're in space now. Mega yeah. butt. That's what you'd need to have to win the game. You, you know can the build the biggest ass.
3: The the experience that I was reminded of they when call I played it Stolaris, the Colossus. It was was when I was a brand new player in Eve online. Oh, there, there played was Eve a lot.
2: Online? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my brother, we've both served serious time in I, I love era. I love
3: Eve. I, I absolutely love you. It's one of my favorite games ever. And I, and I sort of, but that feeling of helplessness and sort of like just the informative nature of the tutorial in Stellaris when it first came out, like was really, really intimidating. H- have they improved at all since then? Since since the start? I don't because
2: like if... I'm like a professional gamer, so. Wow. Right. right. Well,
0: when I, the last wow. and only real time I played Stellaris was I never actually played vanilla Stellaris. I've only played the Star Trek mode for it. Which is right. called New Horizons, which is fucking excellent, by the way. And I, I will look
2: into that. I haven't. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, that sounds it, cool.
0: It's um, half of me is going to put you off by saying it ain't done. It's like no one oh. done. The other half is going to tell you it's not done because they're including sixty-five fucking races and everything that's ever fucking happened ever in Star Trek. So ambitious. So <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. That's probably why. So play the Federation or maybe the Klingons and the chances are you'll be all right. Um, And the tutorial for that, which I assume was adapted from the Stellaris tutorial, for me was more than sufficient to get a handle on it. But since I haven't played it in a good six months, if I went back, I'd probably have forgotten absolutely everything.
4: Okay. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I had to start multiple playthroughs to even get back into Stellaris. But it, it is honestly, as a game, I think uh, it's very different each time you play it. And like a lot of Paradox games, it is very open. I feel like often with Civ, there's one way to win. Like that's been the case. i played a lot of Civ Five competitively with like, you know, like five or six other people. There's pretty much one path to victory. The other ones are way too difficult. And it, it kind of pigeonholes you away. like you've got to go this way. Yeah, I feel I, like China needs to be a little more that. open. I know they're trying to do that with the whole religious victory thing that you can now get and all that, but it's still it's still not as good as just like winning well, the can, science race.
3: You can get religious victory in, in Civ Five. Just no one did because everyone understands the the concept of domination victories.
2: There wasn't a religion victory in Civ Five. Uh one of the
3: expansions added it, yeah. Mm. Uh, that that Can't might remember. actually be true. I I, I don't know if it I definitely played wasn't Manila in Civ by 5. default
0: because religion wasn't in Civ five by default. But so it, um, it,
3: it was it, that was probably in that was probably installed in the Gods and Kings uh, whatever that expansion. It was, it
2: was, was definitely then. not a religion victory in Civ Five. What you yeah, you could Civ create 6, a religion. But there no, one. no really uh, victory. Yeah, there was no victory for it.
3: Yeah, Civ six. Well, has you got can that explain a why, why no one did it. It, it shows yeah, you. Yeah. It show yeah. It shows you how much I'm Why
1: would go for religion victory? Yeah, everyone.
3: Domination. domination.
2: Uh what were the other ones you could get? Civ 6
4: got what? Uh, political culture.
3: victory,
2: the diplomacy victory. Diplomacy, there you go, yeah. Um there were there were two others. Oh no, there was the time victory I think and score. Score, like, yeah, yeah. Something like that, but yeah, there was there were there were a few but there was no religion when they've added it in. But the religious combat in Civ 6, I haven't played the new expansion because I was so disappointed with Civ 6. But equally I was very disappointed with Civ 5 until Three expansions down the road when I was like, all right, now yeah. they finished the game. Uh well, and I should the should will in. save quite a bit.
0: Sorry? The Harms will save quite a bit. Definitely it not does. an unusual situation with it.
2: Yeah, no, it does happen. I mean Civ 4, it didn't seem to happen as much, but they've now, I think, like I was thinking about this the other day, because some of the guys on my Discord were complaining about the fact that games like Stellaris and uh Hearts of Iron, which is another game I play a lot of, that they're like four, five, six expansions down the road, you've got the game that it should have been at release. Right. The complexity of these games now is so vast that the idea that you could just deliver the base game plus all these six expansions at release... At release
0: is insane. It's
2: insane. You just couldn't do it. There's just too much content. I think people expect an awful lot from a release game uh, these days. And also, bear in mind, most fucking games are shit. Look at Steam. I look down, I'm like, wank, wank, wank. Don't want to play any of these, wank, wank, wank. And like, <laughs> most of the good ones, it's like, yeah, it'll take some time, but I can see that there's a, a good egg here, and we should... Sit on that egg until it hatches,
0: damn it. And bear in mind, for the majority of players, the last thing you want to do is release, say, Hearts of Iron 5 with all of the content of all of the expansions of fucking Hearts of Iron 4 all at once.
2: Oh, God. How so the much. fuck are you supposed to teach that? Exactly. Try and That's tutorial insane. that paradox. Tutorial VAT. The finished Stellaris or so Hearts of Iron. Nightmare. I mean, EU4 has... $200 worth of expansions or something crazy like that. Like if you get the Ugh. base game and all the expansions on top of it, it's like an overwhelming amount. But all these hardcore EU4 players have been playing it for years and years and they've built up this understanding. So when the new stuff is added on, they're like, oh, cool, we can now do this, this, and this. But they don't have to learn it all from scratch. That's yeah, the, the vast
0: majority of people would have to, you know, yeah. either new players or lapsed players. You know, the, And as we go, bear in mind, that's who the majority of players are Lapsed players. You can look yeah. at your total number of purchased versus your total number of current concurrents every week and you'll say, right, most players of these games are people that played at the start or played after maybe one expansion and then put it down. You can't throw them back in the fucking deep end.
2: Exactly.
4: I
0: mean, it's the same reason why most uh, board games recommend that your first couple of playthroughs, you don't touch any of the expansions. Yeah. Hell, they, you know, they even have a simplified rule set most of the time. It's like, oh, put these cards to the side, trust me. You don't yeah. want to play with these yet. Like, because it can actually torpedo your initial learning experience
2: and it just destroys the fun. Like you're trying to have fun playing a game. If all you're doing is looking at the rule book or looking online, how the hell do I do this? It's like, where's the mm-hmm. fun in that? Yeah. App? It's, it's going to take,
3: play. it'll take longer to explain how to play the game than longer than the time that like, it actually takes to play a game. Yeah. If you're, if you're trying to, if you've explained all these new mechanics and stuff to people who just, we just, I just want to play a game right now. I don't want to sit here and read and listen to a tutorial for 10 hours. You know, I like, I, I couldn't get into EU four. I thought the game was really boring. Uh, I think that Stellaris, Stellaris is a game that I want to. I would love to try to try again, especially like because Mathis. Album.
2: You know, it's like a band who've got an album that it's a concept album, and everyone's like, "This album's amazing." You try to get into it, you're like, "I, I kind of like it." I just I'm struggling to. I'm, I'm
3: it. trying like, to love it. I'm really trying you to get love it. Yeah. Trust
2: me, you'll be like, oh, "Okay, I get it now."
3: I, I've heard it's a really it's a good it's a fulfilling experience when you actually get into it because uh, again, it, it look. It's Mathis is not my only vein for to... video <laughs> games, all right? I, I, he just happened to be this one for Stellaris. But he was he was getting really into it, and I enjoyed watching his series on his channel. And I was like, I want to experience that, but I also want to know how to play the game. It's... And it looks yeah, cool. Tr- I just...
0: it, it is tricky. Uh, it's not as... I think a lot of the intimidation factor just comes from the fact that it is a Paradox game. Mm-hmm. and yeah, Stellaris no, is the easiest of the Paradox games to learn when it comes to the grand strategy, I, as far as I'm concerned. Like, the, the others I've bounced off of, Stellaris, I at least got into a bit. You know, I'd love to have said that I got into it completely and had a lot of fun with it, but I didn't. Mm. But that may have just been mm. the time that I tried to play it, and I think if I tried again, I could I could certainly pull it off.
2: I can't, You know, I kind of think Hearts of Iron 4, you might want to give that a shot if you're thinking about Stellaris is being like the easiest to get into i honestly think hearts of iron has got a very simple interface compared to a lot of other paradox games They've done an awful lot to make it a lot easier And I know the new expansion that they're doing is like gonna try and you can delegate a lot more and the chain of command is a lot clearer and stuff And I mean that's a game. I play an awful lot. I played it multiplayer as well That is a great game, and I honestly think that is a game that you could definitely say you could get into it. Like, you don't need to pick, like, Germany or America to start with. There are smaller nations, and it's a lot easier to, to build them up and stuff. So, Wales. Let's of it get on with Wales? Wales. It's part of the United Kingdom. No, TV, but- no.
0: Black Panther says otherwise. Wales. Independent nation <laughs> of Wales. Let's go.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Wales is a separate, like, nation Apparently, yeah. One little scene
0: in it shows the Welsh flag on its own on a stage at some point. So... There is now rumor that Wales in the Marvel universe is an independent state.
2: Has there ever been a Welsh superhero? Because I think yes, he would
0: have There is. Who? Um he I can't pronounce him obviously because no vowels. <laughs> Come but on. he um he he pronounced he uh, translates into the Red Dragon. There was a Welsh oh. superhero I think I uh, one of uh, i can't remember Earth i'm going
2: to google this i don't i not believe there's ever been a welsh nope, superhero there, is a, there was a
0: welsh superhero that protected the interest of wales he was called the red dragon i don't know how to pronounce his actual name
1: <laughs> i can't believe i don't it. believe this at all i don't believe you could, <laughs> you can look it all. up
0: either that or i was clickbaited like i've never You're been right. clickbaited before
1: the
2: red dragon you can't e- make something e- like that Greg the red dragon
0: that just sounds like klingon yeah, well, that's pretty much it. That is Wales.
2: Base, base of operation?
1: Wales. As if well, we needed yeah, to know.
2: Just Wales.
1: And he's just a dragon. He's just a fucking dragon. Do you think I that know. means he's in the MCU? He's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Co-
2: he's on the Marvel database of characters. He Apologies to any Welsh viewers for my pronunciation. Don't apologize <laughs> to the Welsh. It's their fault.
1: That's, uh, Yeah. Spoken like an Englishman. That's the fourth Indeed. wave of movies. They're going to introduce him. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's when they
0: really start running out of ideas. Subtitles. You know what's sad? Yeah. That'll be like the most successful launch they ever get as well. It's just like the Welsh superhero. It's like busts all records inexplicably. I'm like
2: <laughs> why like the Black
3: Panthers? The Welsh movie, but, <laughs> but just, yeah. but just in Wales though. Just in Wales. Yeah. Worldwide wide bomb.
0: I think even if the entirety of Wales showed up to watch that multiple times, it would still bomb.
2: <laughs> yeah like there's hardly any people that live there. there's like three guys and, and a bunch of sheep unless Large he took the sheep, sheep in and they counted as viewers what would they think about i mean maybe? if they paid for ticket they'd so. say it was bad boo boo dad, i was dad waiting joke. for it i was dad, waiting for see it see that boo! that's
3: that's invicta levels of bad right there jesse would stop tell that you. right now i'm a
2: dad i'm a dad Joke. Oof. guy Oof. sorry Killed this
3: podcast now. Jesus. Thanks for watching, everybody. Oh, yeah, uh... because
0: we've never had worse than that on the show before. (laughs) God damn it. All right. What else you got? Was that, you said, yeah. I'm Yo, throwing that, that out to, to anybody. It. Tell us
1: about the games you... Yeah, I'm throwing to.
0: that out to anybody. What's your Uh
1: Fine, I'll talk about a game. So um, this past week, I sat down and played a bunch of Dynasty Warriors 9. I um, would love to hear what you have to say about this one. So, who, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sign. Right off the top, it is... I don't know how to describe... I understand why people are pissed. It's not... A Dynasty Warriors game. If this makes any sense to people who have played Dynasty Warriors before, um, Dynasty Warriors is literally a bunch of like, and this goes for Hyrule Warriors and uh, Fire Emblem Warriors and One Piece Warriors, whatever the hell that, like the Million Warriors games, literally it follows the exact same like outline. <laughs> there's a weird little cutscene, and then there's like a set up your army screen. And then you go into the battle, you beat the battle, you come back to like a weird cut scene of like a bunch of guys like, yes, let's go to the cherry blossoms. ah!" And it's always really stupid and silly. And then you go to a battle and you kill a thousand guys. And then you come back from the battle screen. And there's, there's not a lot of like downtime between murder, right? It's very much like, all right, I'm gonna jump in a fight and I'm going to kill some guys. This game, they decided to get rid of the concept of like, Pulling you out of the world and then sending you to different area- areas. This time it's a giant open world. And because of that, what happens is everything from cutscenes to conversations to going to get your weapons fixed to going to like buying stuff for your army, everything takes place in this open world, which means you're constantly running around doing stuff. So it has a very MMO RPG feel to it. And you don't control units you do have units that sort of like follow your ass around but it's just sort of you you're playing the character you're playing and so i was playing Liu Bei, and the just like in the past the dialogue and voice acting was bad but it was bad voice acting done by professional voice actors who were like you recognize the voices and they were just like what do we do, Liu Bei? I don't know, Cal cow, cow, right? And it's, it's it's not even like they're not even pronounced correctly. It's just this time is a different like it is. Uh I, I swear to God, I played as Liu Bei. The story of Liu Bei, for those of you who don't know, it's been done a million times. Is Liu Bei, Guan Yu, and Zhang Fei are like these three dudes who randomly meet and they decide it's a chance they're together, so they form like a brotherhood pact and they go off and like kick ass and whatever. Okay. The, i'm convinced it's the same guy voicing all three roles <laughs> i swear to god because when they're, talking, they're just one guy's like well, that's right brother yeah and, oh by the way they all keep saying brother like they're fucking hulk hogan like, like okay let me like, tell you like something brother. Hogan,
4: right? brother yes
1: yeah and then he's like all right brother let's go and he's like okay brothers it sounds like the same guy and <laughs> every character just is it what was campy fun before is now like Oh boy! Oh no! This is terrible. And so, you have that immediately from the start. You have cutscene after cut. We're not giving cutscenes, like dialogue, in-game dialogue that just there's it's You're bombarded by it. There's so much, and you're just like, when's this shit start? Then when it finally starts, you're just by yourself. You're in a town. Suddenly, quests pop up, like literally fucking exclamation point quests. You're just like, what? So then you're running around getting quests, and the quests are like. Can you go out in the fields? There's bandits out there, but they only show up at night. And if you kill them, I'll give you a bonus. You're like, what? So now you're running around outside your town. If you're a completionist like me, you're just running around outside town doing quests. You've yet to engage in the actual battle. I started the battle uh, uh, against the Yellow Turbans, which is always the first fight in every Dynasty Warriors. And up mm-hmm. until 9 was like the tutorial fight. It was you run through the battle, you have a low-level character, and you're just murdering thousands of like rebellious yellow turban zealots and it always says that sort of meme of like the leader being the guy who's like i'm a religious dude and i have a crazy voice that sounds like this in every game and he always says like and now my army he's like rena repulsa shit he's like grow and like ghost army men appear Then and you have to figure out like what he's really doing which is like you break pots and the pots destroy the illusions or whatever it's always the same fucking thing this time I was maybe two hours into the game and had yet to meet one yellow turban because I was fucking running around killing bandits in the woods, fighting wolves. There are wolves in the game. Not wolves showed up and I like got killed by wolves because I tried to take on like a pack of wolves. I was running around. Y'all, there's there's towers in this game. Oh, you climb no. up towers. You climb up towers to unlock surroundings. And I was just this like
2: reminds me of another game. I'm trying to Yeah, it's
1: yeah. on the tip of my tongue. Uh... Oh, it was it was unpleasant. And then Then you jump on your horse and you ride around and you might find nothing for a few minutes. Like you just run through the forest and you see little blips on the ground, like the fucking witcher, for example. You're like, oh shit, this is a patch of uh, ginseng. And you jump off your horse and you start picking up fucking ginseng off the ground. I'm like, this is not Dynasty Warriors. This is not, like I, I refuse to say It is a bad Dynasty Warriors game because it's not Dynasty Warriors. The the concept of a Warriors game is not this game at all. I will say when you finally get to the areas where battles do take place, the one thing that is actually fascinating that I think is amazing is um, the way the battles look visually. uh, Because the maps in the previous ones were like you go into a map, You'd play around in it. It would always be like corridors and paths, right? You're like walking in hallways, uh, but they make it look much bigger and make it look like you're in a battle. So they couldn't really do anything epic and grand, right? You'd be funneled into like, oh, we have to go to Hulao Gate now, which is a big moment in Dynasty Warriors. You have to go to Hulao Gate and watch out for Lü Bu. He's over there. And you would always funnel into this gate area, and then Lü Bu would show up and everyone would be like, ah, flee from Lü Bu. And so you'd have to, like, go around a different path, like around the outside. But it was always, like, hallways and corridors that just were given the appearance of being outdoors. This time, because they're doing open world, um, the battles are huge and grand. And so when I finally got to Hulao Gate, I was like, oh, fuck, because there's armies and waves of guys coming. And there's catapults and stuff with you flinging. So it looks like a real battle. It actually looks and feels like something epic that you want to be a part of. And I thought that was really cool. But that is few and far between 90% of the rest of the game is like you running around and doing a quest for a guy because he thinks it's a good idea and it's like what the fuck is this it's not it's not Dynasty Warriors it's, what do you think what do you think the
2: obsession that game developers have have you, did you ever played game dev tycoon did you ever play that game
3: yes oh yes. yeah great game. A great game great love game. love that
2: game as, as you get better at making games, you start to make not just one genre, but two genres and three genres. And then it's like MMO when you have to add open world in and day and night and everything. I and mean, I kind of think at times I'm like, is this stuff necessarily progress? Like, well, I think just saying, let's take Dynasty Warriors and squeeze as much shit into it as we can. That'll be better, right? It's like, well, if you had a great game that people were enjoying, this is Dynasty Warriors 9, the other eight must have been pretty good or you wouldn't be making nine, right? So just uh, make the same and just make it fancier, but you don't have like, to add all this extra shit, right?
1: Every so often they change up the Dynasty Warriors. Like it's the exact same story, right? You can't change the historical drama, but the the way they change up, like Dynasty Warriors 2 was, like Dynasty Warriors 1 was a, like a fighting game, like right. a street fighter fighting game. Dynasty okay. Warriors 2 was the first time we had this sort of um, run-through halls beating up guys as as your characters and dinosaur wars three and four they were like oh that's a really great concept let's just add more and more characters so i think by four or five whichever one it was there was like 68 characters it was crazy and and it was just like yeah everyone has a character everyone has abilities and it's awesome and then they decided to like turn that down and focus more on story and then so they lowered it as time went on to less and less characters that were main story characters and then there were side characters you unlock and shit like that. And then Dynasty Warriors 8, they, well, they also started doing Dynasty Warriors Empires, which was sort of a thing where you did the battles, but then you unlock different parts of the map. And so you were like fighting with other um, factions for you control of the cards map. and shit to be able to influence yeah. what was going on. And so on. they had yeah. that in there as well. And so that became a part of it. And so I think... In their mind, it, this was supposed to be sort of the culmination. Because I think *Dinosaur* eight, I, I could be wrong about this, but I remember when I played it. Because I, it, I played that on a PlayStation three, so it's been a while. But um, *Dinosaur* eight, I believe, had a, like a similar quest system, but it was all done in, uh, uh, the actual like gameplay, the normal gameplay. Where you would like talk to a guy and he'd be like, Hey, I need you to go do this for it. But you'd go do it in the actual, like, yeah, instead of wandering
0: off into some empty open world bullshit, which is never what that game has been about. You know, that game, like I said, has been about murdering lots and lots and lots of people using ridiculous moves and ridiculous weapons. One thing I noticed, um, Jim put out a lot of videos about this game this week because he's a hardcore Dynasty Warriors fan. He fucking hates this one. And one of the big complaints he's got is that Dynasty Warriors used to have a lot of really out-there weapons, very exaggerated, big, crazy, cool movesets, and they have taken them and made them far less interesting. You know, far, far less interesting. Oh, in this game? Yeah, there was a guy who had a set of giant claws and now has just these... Petty little fans and stuff. There's too many sword users now, too many spear users. That's
1: yeah, he's 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 right about that. I found this fascinating while playing this game. They took out the weapons and the outfits that made everyone fantastical, and instead replaced it with QTE battle moments, which like if you unlock a certain combo, it'll be like press triangle, and then you charge across the battlefield, at least lose as Liu Pei, and your weapons turn into like neon laser blasters of doom, and you just like instantly kill someone it can be a boss it can be if you unlock a certain combo you can instantly kill anyone if they get below a certain point of life it's like um i don't i am not, I never played a warrior in wow but i know they have an ability where like if you get them down to a certain percent you can literally just do like a super ton of damage um yeah. it's very much like that where suddenly you're just like fuck it and you can like kill guys and you'll literally <laughs> rush across the battlefield and one shot a dude or fly in the air and kill him and so it like is a finisher move but it looks so out of place when they're trying to make everything else look realistic Um, yeah, I, I just, there's, he's right about a lot of the problems with this game. And, and that's why I, I agree with him on a lot, but I think here's my biggest issue is I still, in the time that I have been playing it, I still don't hate it. I just don't see it as a dynasty warriors game. And I think what is disappointing is it's not terrible. It's not good. It's simply like mediocre, which is the most insulting part. Like, it's just like a game where no, it feels like no love was put into the game. It feels like everyone who made the game was like, what is the buy the book thing we can do here? Okay, open world, it's huge right now. Um, And I, I feel like when they were making this, it had to have been when towers were still a thing. world well, well, like- was
0: actually huge, because honestly, these days it's not, you know, it's actually sort of fading out a little bit.
1: I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a development time thing. Like when they started this, the plan was they're looking at all these other games that are really big and they're like, this is it. And this is the problem all development time things have, especially with AAA companies, which is just like consistently we have this this ludicrous, ridiculous idea of just like, if we can jump on this bandwagon, if we can get done in time. And it never really happens.
2: Well,
0: no, nah. because games take think? a long time That's to make. It. I was I just going
2: to say, you, you were talking about AAA... Who remembers the game System Shock or System Shock Two, which was the more recent? Of if course, you didn't play System yeah. Shock, right? So, classic games of the of the of their time, like System Shock. I remember playing it when it first came out. Yeah, revolutionary. Like there'd been nothing like it. System Shock yeah. Two came along. It was very very good FPS, sort of adventure of semi RPG. Um, Bioshock so would
0: a- not exist without it. There's no question.
2: Right, exactly. absolutely classic. So, mm-hmm. it was a classic games. So, there was a Kickstarter recently. I know we, Kickstarters are not something that we probably want to talk about too much because everybody has very similar opinions about the benefits of Kickstarter. But anyway, there was a, a company that was going to make it. They're called Night Dive Studios. They were making a remake of the original System Shock. You I know, remember I this. Yeah. I kickstarted it straight away. Yeah. I got an email from them last week saying, basically, hey, guys, we're sorry. We fucked up. We instead of just making a remake decided to start adding all this extra shit in and this is exactly what you were talking about with oh, games developers says... now they have a great idea they have a game it doesn't need to have all these extra bells and whistles you've convinced yourself you need and now what's happened is they've had to go on hiatus from making the system shock uh, remake and a bunch of people have left the company And uh, this is what the well, yeah, they it spent like it, all their money as simple as that I, well exactly it's like what the fuck, like they're like this is not the end; it will be back. And I'm thinking, I don't believe them. The unless unless the- they can find a publisher yeah, the or
0: an angel investor, they're fucked. There's no doubt about that. That uh, and yeah, you're right. It's their it was their hubris in particular. Yeah, you know, they they it's if anything, you can argue to some extent fraud because what they were promising their backers was a remake or a remaster of System Shock not a that's all i wanted not that's reimagining that's you know not all a all people reimagining. yeah
1: absolutely yeah that's that what, that's a what nice people back
2: version that ran on my pc and looked pretty it was the
1: same game because i have but that's the it same thing with uh, mighty years. number nine like right I didn't, that's I didn't know about that mighty number no. nine was the was the game that everyone was like <gasps> it's the mega man team and they're gonna bring back mega man except they're gonna name it something else but it's be fucking mega man and he's number nine there's gonna be eight cool. bosses like the pitch was solid. Literally, people just wanted a Mega uh-huh. Man game, a normal, Me- and what they did was create something entirely like we have other ideas, like how we want to do this. And when the game came out, people were like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, it
0: was it was yeah. absolute toss, no doubt about that.
2: <laughs> toss.
0: <laughs> but, I don't know. I, when it comes to backing video games on Kickstarter these days, I don't. I, I think it it is a mugs game. There was a there was a golden age a few years ago where it resulted in some great games coming out that otherwise wouldn't have arrived.
2: I well, don't... I, I mean, I thought this was custom making <clears and things> like <throat> the System Shock remake, which is how do you pitch it to a developer or a publisher, I should say, we're going to remake a game that's already been made. They'll be like, nah, we want new stuff. This is what's hot. This is what's hot. You're going to find a niche audience and they're like, oh, like yeah, totally. me, and they're going to be like, oh, fun, shit, man. a remake of System Shock? I'm going to back that. And I'll give you the money to get this made. So you don't need to go to a publisher. That's great. And yeah, I think it's just... I mean, th- th- there have been some success stories. There have been a lot of success stories from Kickstarter. But for instance, there was going to be one of the guys who's one of the lead devs on Civ 4, I think. Uh, maybe Civ 5. I think it was Civ 4. He was making a game called, uh, I think it was called Enemy at the Gates or something at the Gates anyway. Mm. It's going to be like a Civ game designed by him and just him. So it's going to be like his vision. It was going to be you know simple kind of game. It, it, it looked very beautiful. It was like a Civ remake, but not Civ. And I'm like, there's only okay. really one civy game out there and it's civ so for an alternative fantastic let's have a look at it he got a job at paradox subsequently he's left again but the game's never materialized i like, kickstarted it years ago it's not here and it's like people are gonna fucking start saying no and you're gonna kill well, Kickstarter.
0: i did that years ago right like you, i yeah I, i've started you know I, stopped... I still get sucked in jesse i still think this is too I, good this I, only how fancy video. I only back board games uh that's mm. that's generally a good bet Especially if the company has a track record. A lot of com- backed it and yep.
2: got the copy. Yep. Well, I
0: mean, a lot of companies have gone almost purely Kickstarter now. Uh, cool Mini or not, essentially does all of their stuff through Kickstarter now. And a lot of the time they are highly successful. Sometimes they, you know, they make the excuse that they're doing it because the game they're making is so niche that they're not even gonna sell it at retail. Like they're mm-hmm. just—they're making a run of yeah. this thing, and that's going to be it. Um, I mean, I'm currently sitting waiting for my copy of Cthulhu Wars, which is a massive board game about wiping out the Earth with different factions of Lovecraftian monsters. The miniatures for yeah, this thing—they're massive. They're fucking huge. Like, the, and this game is like a $200 board game, and to get a copy Jesus. is tricky to say the least. Yeah. And, and uh, usually what they do is, to do a full reprinting, they do a new Kickstarter, and this is their third one, and it's like, right, we will reprint as many copies as gets Kickstarted. Um, And there's there's other games, there's games even bigger than that, like Kingdom Death Monster, which is hundreds and hundreds of dollars, because it's just this giant, it won't even fit in the box, it's this giant fucking <coughs> game with thousands of cards and hundreds of miniatures i mean it's insane shit that's kickstarter works for that
2: i agree From I mean, video because games there's, also, there's a lack of feature creepers like here's the board game we don't know yeah, we know what it is we're gonna go unreal instead of unity we're gonna do it's, this it's like
3: it's it just a matter. store i mean it's just yeah. a vendor at that point it's like yeah, we just need to design the
2: game and play test it Here are the pieces. We've made the board. We've done it. It's made. It's it's not. We're suddenly going to go. We're going to remake the board using a new material. It's like no. If you want it, it's pretty rare
0: for that to happen. You know, I just back the age. If you know, it's a bizarre thing to back. Agents of Mayhem, the board game. Hmm. That fucking exists, and I'm like, Agents of Mayhem. That game was shitty, but the board game game looks great. It's got 3D destructible terrain. It's got really cool miniatures. It's got all sorts of crazy shit going on. I'm like, you know what? I'll back that uh, because... and That sounds interesting. I mean, m- and they've got the prototype done. You can see it played. You can read the rule book. You know exactly what you're going to get. And in the vast majority of cases, that is what you're going to get unless there that- is something goes horribly wrong in the manufacturing process, and that's pretty rare. Video games, you have no fucking idea.
3: Yeah. No day one DLC for those board games
0: uh you'd be surprised sometimes really yeah with kickstarter yeah they do kickstarter <laughs> exclusives and shit so, yeah, like you'll get those messages
1: yeah they'll get a message when it's like when it's time to complete your order with your address do you want to add this yeah th- there's definitely bits
0: like that in kickstarter exclusive cards and stuff they're usually not a big deal mm-hmm. but every now and again yeah they will do that
3: i guess with... they i mean i guess that could be nice if if people want to, if they're just really big fans of the project, you know, they could get something a little bit extra as long as it's yeah, not like forced. It, just guess, depe- it
0: depends on how essential it is. Cause obviously it sucks for people that didn't want to take the risk and wanted you. to buy in later. It's like, Oh, well I can't get that thing now. That kind of fucking sucks in the vast majority of circumstances. It doesn't matter though. Uh, just to wrap up on D- Dynasty Warriors nine then. So not particularly happy on that one, Jesse.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, here's my problem is I want to see, what they do with it so i want to play more but it's not like something i'm going to enjoy which is really weird to say <laughs> <That> <laughs> but like i want to i want to explain yeah there are moments the problem that i a lot of people are talking about how a lot of people are playing it and they were talking about how it feels very much like dragon age inquisition at the beginning is like tons of open world stuff but as time goes on as the quests become more Pointed as like your faction slowly coalesces, right? Because at the beginning of every Dynasty Warriors game, no matter who you are, you're one of the three main leaders basically, and you are involved in the big upheaval in China. And so, for the first couple missions, you're always part of a coalition, you're always part of this huge thing, and you're going from point to point, you're just sort of by yourself. And apparently, as time goes on, it gets more and more pointed to like, now we're our faction, and now we have to go up against these guys. And I'm curious how that plays out. I kind of want to see it, but at the same time, it's like. Ouch! There's a lot. There's a lot in this game. There's a lot to do. So I'd I know a lot of it's very, very bad. Yeah. Just not, Oops. not really selling me on it. No, <laughs> really. I'm not trying played. to sell you. I'm literally here's what I'll say. If you want to experience a cur- like current graphics Dynasty Wars, Dynasty Wars Eight, there is an XL version for PlayStation Four. Which if like you want to do the ancient China, like 190 AD China, that's probably cool. But if you want to experience a Warriors game literally uh, uh fire emblem warriors just came out it's awesome hyrule warriors they're re-releasing it and that game was the fucking shit you literally just zelda your way through stuff and it plays the exact same way old dynasty warriors games played and it's just as fun like go play those and that will give you the feeling of what a good dynasty warriors game should be and I've that's all i'll say about that seriously they- hyrule warriors what what was it like the number two or three-selling game on Wii U. Like, it's good. It's a oh, fun yeah. game.
0: It's so well. I, it, it's w- good. What gets me is that Dynasty Warriors should be a game that I absolutely love. Because I love hack and slash, like, murder hundreds of people kind of shit. I love 99 Nights. I personally thought I was better um, at, at doing that than Dynasty Warriors. It's, it's, that's, a,
1: that's a fun game, too. Yeah.
0: Uh, but there's there's actually su- a surprising lack of games that let you do that that aren't more like Diablo. And what I actually want is more like a brawler and less like Diablo. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and that it shocks me that there are so few that actually do that. And Dynasty Warriors, well, it just doesn't do it very well.
1: Simple as that. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because yeah. I was so hyped for that game. Like, I'm kind of really, sense. really excited.
2: I'm sorry, Jesse.
1: Yeah, what are you going to do? They can't all be winners. I'm hoping they'll take this and they'll do like a DWX and bring it back and fucking like kill it next time because you know they're they're big enough that they have enough success from the other warriors franchise games that hopefully they can be like all right let's go back to the drawing board and this shit yeah. and hopefully they'll, they'll turn it around next time
0: indeed all right we're gonna take a break folks to hear from our wonderful sponsors over at squarespace head over to squarespace.com slash co-optional for 10 percent of your first order and a free trial we'll be right back after the break with more video games, if we can find them, and if not, we'll probably sit here looking awkward for the next couple of hours. It could happen. Warning was given. That's all I can say. Wait till you hear what I've been playing. Fair warning was given. (laughs) We'll find something. We'll be right back. It's officially the Year of the Dog, which means that you should be celebrating all of the wonderful things that dogs do for us. For instance, letting us know with absolute urgency that the mail truck they see on a daily basis has arrived and may be planning an all-out attack on the house, so we'd best bark at it. Or how about the presence of another dog on the street, minding its own business? This obviously constitutes the end of the world, the worst thing to ever happen, an apocalypse that you, the owner, are not paying anywhere near enough attention to, so we'd best bark at it. Or well, how about your website? That's clearly not from scratch, fit for purpose or impressing anybody, so we'd best set you up with a brand new one from Squarespace. Then bark at it. Am I implying that Squarespace is so simple to use that even a dog could do it? Well, why don't you head over to squarespace.com slash co-optional for 10% off your first order at a free trial. See for yourself how simple it is to implement one of hundreds of professionally designed templates. Marvel at the vast selection of domain choices with Squarespace domains, which feature quick and easy setup and no hidden fees. Recoil in surprise to discover that you can purchase .dog, then bark at it. Squarespace lets you build a website for whatever you'd like. If you can dream it, you can make it, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 support is there to help you achieve your goals should you get stuck. All of this sounds too good to be true, so much so that it might give you pause. But there are plenty of reasons why so many people use Squarespace for their galleries, blogs, businesses, and storefronts. Squarespace powers millions of websites, and each of them has their own tale to tell. So sign up today at squarespace.com slash co-optional for 10% off your first order and a free trial. Then bark at it, because after all on the internet, nobody knows that you were a dog the whole time. Squarespace. Choose your template, pick your domain, and then make it your own with no experience required. Then bark at it, because Squarespace is so simple, you don't even need opposable thumbs to use it. Though we admit it would help. Squarespace. We can't stop the lawnmower or the mail truck. But we will help you make it with Squarespace. Then bark at it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hopefully, you enjoyed the sounds of Ronald Jenkies with Error Me Out from his Days Away album. So good. So very, Shout very good. Shout out to Ronald
2: Jenkies. There's a dude. That is a, there dude. Is a dude. There's a dude. There's no doubt.
0: Big fan. No doubt I used whatsoever. to love his stuff
2: like uh, way back when he'd just go, Hey, YouTubes! And he just. Boop, 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 He's for it. I one of the originals.
0: It. He's one of the originals. You go to yeah. one of his videos now, it's like, this is in 144p. It's like, it's we like couldn't tell sad. it was actually a human being. It could have been a capsule,
4: <laughs> well,
3: we know. It was too blurry. It's hard to say. I still, still uh, love...
2: Go on,
3: so, sorry. No, I'll, I'll, TB first introduced me to him uh, when I asked him what track. He played during, it was, it was during one of the breaks, and uh, it's called 103 Degrees, and that's one of my favorite tracks ever. That song's so good. He's oh, incredible. Yeah, like yeah he's, he's really playing good
2: playing live and everything like that. The the one thing I would say is that uh, I I got his first album when it came out, and it cleaned up a lot of the audio sound that I actually liked the kind of raw sound that when he played it live, it was a lot rawer and ah uh, really yeah had that quality. And I feel like when he did it, like a lot of people, it's a little overproduced and clean. I'm yeah, no, like, oh, I like that dirty funky sound you had when I I could hear you pounding that keyboard. I think it's just the difference between live performance and recorded. Is like if you go to see a band live, yep. even a middling band, you're like, "These guys are amazing." You listen to the album, you're like, "Actually, they're not so good." It's like you know, I think he was better live.
3: You know who uh, who also I sort of share that same, the exact same opinion with is Pendulum. Pendulum live is awesome. They, I mean, they they do such a great show, and I love I love their albums too. But for some reason, I don't know if you watch the, I think it was at I think it was at Bristol or Brixton or somewhere when they when they played live, Brixton, like I think. All, man all of their all of their live song just sounds so incredible. It's like it it really is a different it's almost as if it, oh you know, it's yeah. just a little va- more raw. They're
0: vastly overproduced on record There's Yeah. No yeah for sure.
2: An Australian drum and bass and electronic rock band formed in 2002. Is that he oh, well? oh yeah, you I never you never listened to Pendulum? never heard Pendulum? of them. Pendulum's oh man, they're
3: some good stuff. Oh god, they're they're great. I love Pendulum. I'll well, give it a try. <laughs> I get it. I reckon I right. recommend uh uh, propane nightmares uh, hold your color the tempest is one that you might that you'll probably really like and they also covered uh master of puppets live as well if you can believe master. it yeah yeah it's actually pretty good as a metallica fan and a metal fan well as uh, a metallica
2: fan you say that that's interesting i hadn't
3: noticed
1: uh, yeah, yeah i don't, I don't know, know where uh, you got that idea from yeah master.
3: that's not how he says it doesn't no, master. no. <laughs>
0: No, that that just sounds like a dog that just learned to talk.
1: No, but that's like the backup <laughs> guy. There's always this, a guy that goes, "Master." The there's backup. no backup guy. There is. It's just James. It's the crowd. Is the backup guy? Oh,
3: okay, okay.
1: Every time,
3: we had yeah, he sings it live.
1: We had an issue when we were
0: on the boat, whereby uh, we were listening. We were at the Sabaton concert. They are a Swedish band that sings a lot about various historical conflicts. And sometimes they sing in Swedish. And for some reason, despite the fact that the majority of their crowd is not Swedish and cannot speak Swedish, they will often request the song in Swedish. So they did a little democratic thing. It's like, what are we going <laughs> to do with the next song in English or Swedish? And then uh, overwhelmingly Swedish is what people respond Like, okay. And then, of course, kn- <laughs> knowing for a fact that there was no chance in hell that they would be able to actually sing it. They left the gaps for the crowd to fill in. And it was like,
3: "Alright, oh, because <laughs> no one knows how to speak Swedish. <laughs> no, nobody has a fucking
0: clue. They did it twice. Uh, two songs, both voted to sing it in Swedish, but we don't know how to sing. <laughs> we don't know the words in Swedish. That's, That's really a very funny. Swedish
2: sense of humor right there. But yeah, that is true. They'd actually do some, there's a Sabaton soundtrack, I think for Hearts of Iron 4. They did it. Yes. A yeah, yeah that, no
3: that wasn't surprise surprising. So. This science. guy always hearts of iron four, man. Period. I don't yeah, if the paradox. of the fan.
2: I'm just.
3: it's <laughs> no surprise.
0: Sabaton, a huge war nerd. So yeah, they've been involved in that. <laughs> I
3: can't. I can't talk metal with with Jesse. He's, no, it's not a good can't. idea. It's not. Uh, but if you want to talk, metal, if you
1: want to talk.
0: Uh, we gonna kill a segue here? Or is or he gonna fuck it up? Let's find out.
1: No, can I tell you something? <laughs> oh fuck, I almost did it again. So I almost called Katy Perry Candy uh, Heart again, and I don't know why. I keep thinking that's her name. What? Guys. Candy. What? What?
2: There is a picture of her naked on her front with candy hearts all over her butt. I, I mean, I, I don't know that picture is stuck I, in my mind. Or it's not like I've looked at it a bunch of times or anything. To like, Google. Like,
1: maybe like, it's a w- that- like a week or two ago, I was trying. I think I explained this, but I, I'm going to say it again. I thought that Katy Perry's name was Candy Hart, and I thought that Vin Diesel's name was Vic Monahue. And I the don't know why. Is wrong with And I you? can't tell you why. But for some reason, even to this, I literally was about to say, I'm a big fan of Katy. I was going to joke, like, no, I don't yeah, do metal, but if you want to talk to Katy Perry, enough. I couldn't. I was literally, I had I had to stop myself. One me. Name. I want to talk Candy Hart. No one would know what the fuck that is. Candy I, Hart. I think I have early onset Alzheimer's, y'all. That I don't addictive. know. That I don't, explains don't know what right. it's called. It's gone
2: down over the last five years.
1: Oh, it's man. Called candy, candy,
2: candy, candy K A N D D I heart. I'm candy gonna heart. That, oh, that no. is a stripper
1: name, not a There's song. There's no stress. pictures of
2: any strippers on Google for Candy Heart. There's literally just pictures of hearts made out of. Maybe candy. that's the name
1: that's I'll
3: take. Jesse tragic. suffers He suffers from a form of Alzheimer's I, that I, I have coined Half It's not quite all the way there. Right. It if, get the if early... i tried
1: it could be
2: coxheimers,
3: coxheimer's actually, i'm
2: actually scrolling there are no porn actresses even called candy heart that's unbelievable to me
3: man i i'm get sure the it, crowd porn
2: actresses of the world get on it Candy on Heart. It. it's out there it's available
3: i don't know how i'm gonna be able to segue out of this to what i've been playing this week <laughs> i was gonna say we didn't hear what you've been playing this depends week. if you've
0: been playing that stupid ass fucking seduction game that's been making the rounds which i certainly hope not
1: Oh, my God, I've seen that shit. Is that the guy who's like, I'm going to teach you how to be a great seductive? Yeah, he's a fucking
0: scumbag (laughs) pickup artist piece of shit. And
3: TV, I'm offended you would think that I would even um, know what that is.
0: Well, here's the thing. They sent codes to everybody. Not me. I didn't get a code. I guess he figured I didn't need it. I mean, come on. (laughs) Everybody. like Every (laughs) streamer they could find. Uh, like it, because um, I know Pocket got one and I said oh yeah I got one of those as well and then the thread is just loads of streamers replying saying yeah I got one of those as well and I'm looking at them and they're not big streamers like these things went out to fucking everybody the thing is I actually I very strongly believe that that game will get banned on Twitch if anyone actually tries to stream it because of some of the content that's in it
3: I've never even heard of it. So,
0: well, it's, no. let's, just, let's just say it's a little bit rapey. Just don't. No. Just like, what a is, wee what bit, is, I mean,
1: besides, besides the like trope of like the pickup <laughs> artist where you're like, hey, it's fucking you know, where they do that, like, compliment sandwich bullshit where they're like, hey, you've got nice eyes, but you know, for a weird eyed woman, negative. Go on a date, yeah. beautiful. He, like, but- weird. I think it, they call that
2: negging. Yeah, it's That's called negging. You, yes, you give him oh, a sorry. negative. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm too you're old for this game.
1: Crunches up and he look like a beaver when you smile But uh, it's <laughs> like, I would still date you. Yeah. Nonsense. Like, yeah. like yeah. I would still want to have sex with you. You ugly person. Basically, yeah. who I find ugly. attractive. Well, They're apparently he turned
0: it into an FMV right, game yeah. where he goes through various scenarios and you get choices and then tells it's you why. It's an FMV
1: game. Oh, and then he tells you. Get it now. Don't
0: give. Him the publicity. I have to play. Oh, and then he tells you man. why you were wrong. But amusingly enough, it goes back to what is presumably his bedroom, probably in his mom's basement. And he is flanked <laughs> on either side by two very disinterested looking women in underwear. As he explains why, you know, t- t- telling a woman straight up to her face on the street that you would like to fuck her in the ass is probably not a very good idea.
2: As People need training. We, we need to,
0: to Know that, yeah. I apparently, can't. yeah.
2: I, I like the idea that there are guys that there are so clueless. They're like, I've just been walking up to the room and saying, "Hey, can I fuck you in the ass?" They're all saying, "No." What am I doing wrong? I'm glad it's you asked. Why, why the <laughs> ass though?
1: Like, if that's your you A are. game, if that's your A game, A all, game, all ass game. Oh well, no. you if need. That, it, if watch that's the like, From video. the get go, you're like, "Yo, girl, how about that ass though?" <laughs> I just feel like. I feel like you're not taking
3: it seriously. It's what happened
1: all, to hello? What happened it, to
3: hello? It's just all about presentation. It's not how you look. It's it's how you say it. It's it's the way well, it's presented. There's some creepy shit in there. It's like the first I one was like, like make
0: sure you can get it to stop and don't let her leave. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. That's,
2: that sounds, don't oh, let her leave. Yeah. That's a great yeah. start to it. Yeah. To if,
0: if you want to know what that thing is about, go watch oh, Donkey's video and then pay it no mind ever What's again. it
2: called, TB, by the way? This I don't game? know
0: what it's called.
2: All right. I will let's not even dignify that with an answer.
0: It's got, be. it's like something seduction. I don't know what the fuck it is. Something but it's
1: like... seduction. That's, yep. That sounds like a book I'd write. Something seduction. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and all this because TB thought that I would have played it. Oh, absolutely!
0: Point. Yeah, that seems like the kind
3: of thing you There's
1: no way <laughs> you yeah. would play that.
3: What What, are, no play that. Say what you've been playing this week? Oh, wait, a fucking seduction game. Obviously, so what, what have you actually I, been playing this week? I, I, I can't, I can't follow that. It, it does anything I say now is not going to be able to to follow. Hey, it. baby, it's, you're Dude, looking what you hot. What
2: have you been playing?
3: Uh well first off darkest dungeon and slay the spire and Isaac of course and Summoners War but also I... an
2: expansion for Dun- darkest dungeon
3: no uh okay. no the color the color of madness is is slated tentatively for sometime in the next like two so months you've just I been think.
2: playing it that's what you've been playing like I yeah didn't know a new version okay cool yeah
3: I I started a new season on my on my channel but that's not what I've I've actually played a new game which is a it's an early access get get ready for the eye rolls because it's gonna happen early access first person survival game I know it's like okay. you never you never heard that but okay. but before I before I lose you and the people who haven't already left yet uh, it actually is it's a game called eco or echo I'm pretty sure they're going for eco because echo the
2: dolphin was a game yeah
3: exactly and you don't want to you don't want to try to call back to that Echo the dolphin was awesome get the fuck out the first one the first one was awesome the second one not so much put him on land Uh, give him a machine gun and just let him roam free yep uh but the 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 premise of the game is if you look at it it looks like it, it looks like it's minecraft it just looks like an updated texture version of minecraft okay the 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 gimmick though is that it is, it is more of a, of a society simulator than anything else and, and an economy simulator than anything else where the object, it's multiplayer, by the way. You have to play it multiplayer. Okay. The object is, to, is that you're trying to save this planet that you're on that's very Earth-like. Uh, it's a miniature version of Earth from being destroyed by an asteroid, which it, which it will hit in 30 days real time. So whether the server is online or offline, whatever, it's going to hit. And what you have to do is you have to cut, co- you have to combine, you, you join with other people who are on a, either in a public server. I play on a guy named uh, Ziggy D, who some of you may have heard of. His Path of Exile. Oh, Ziggy D. Yeah. He,
1: uh he, he has Ziggy a, D. He's never heard of Ziggy D. I,
2: I don't know who the
0: fuck
3: out. Ziggy <laughs> D is at all. No, I, he he's just he's. I've heard guy.
0: vaguely of Ziggy D because of Path of Exile. Yeah.
3: He's a good guy. I like I like Ziggy. Anyway, he's got his own private server where we have about maybe a group of. 10 to 15 people who who have all we're all playing in there. And you have to kind of you have to band together to try to figure out to develop the technology to stop the asteroid from destroying the planet. Which apparently
0: starts with fucking wood.
3: Yeah, yeah. But you have to fuck wood? No, you you start you start punching wood. Sounds
1: like my kind of game. It's like that's gonna take a long time. That's 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 chapter one of something seduction. Fuck (laughs) wood. See a tree.
3: Fuck it in the ass. I told you <laughs> any anything I anything I would have said it would would just not matter.
1: No. Practice your pickup lines on trees. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love. Yeah,
0: YouTube is just That's actually a pretty good idea. Find a tree that looks kind of nice like a lady. Today, so and then
3: you don't get any in the Get ass. on that lady tree. Don't let that tree leave under any
2: circumstances. Don't let it leave. Well, you've succeeded. Hey. you've succeeded in that
0: point at least. So well done. You're well on your uh. way to seduction.
3: <laughs> uh anyway yeah it's, anyway it's, it, it's it's a really fun game because it it, it as boring and, and as mundane as it does sound there and there's no combat either which almost lost me but once i started to allow myself to understand the concept and what the game was trying to prove is that you have to it it, it has a natural evolution of society in in real world time because yeah you, ha- you can't do everything for yourself you can't as one person you cannot get enough skill points or, or spec points right. to be able to develop the technology that that you have to to try to save the world because the asteroid is going to hit no matter what like it, yeah, is, it yeah. is going to impact the planet so you
2: have to work with other people
3: yeah so you have so the way that the way that talent points <laughs> works in the game
2: are <laughs> talent
3: talent points are given in in the game by by calorie consumption or or your nutrition so like you're 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 encouraged to have a balanced diet of like carbs, proteins, fats, and something else, vitamins. It sounds idea? like that. It sounds like it was. I don't know who developed it. Somebody on the server was saying that it was originally developed to be like a teaching game or something like that. Yeah, because no, it
1: sounds shit. like it. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds
3: like, like it.
0: education. I, I recall yeah. years ago getting an email, I think, about this very game and it being the, you know, that. It's like we're, we're trying to teach some ecological ideas through a sort of survival gameplay and we're going to be bringing this build in an accelerated version to conventions so people can try and uh beat it there like a, like people got like an hour or something to try and do yeah. it. but um, it,
3: it, it's probably the same
0: game yeah i, I it mean, probably is because I you have want to... Like
2: games to be a positive experience where we all grow and learn together i want to crush people I want to destroy well, their balls. I want Well, them to you, really
3: you can destroy. be destroyed. I mean, the, the planet, it, it's Pots hard to get to much more.
0: crushing experience.
3: It's hard to get much more finite than an asteroid just destroying the planet. I mean, just So
2: can I fuck everybody else over and force the destruction of the planet? That's my big question. Can, can, you, I, you can, can... I put myself in a position where I'm like, guys, I'm going to build the giant lever that we pull that fixes everything and they'll be saying, cool, you've got that. And at the last one, i like, it's almost ready. It's almost ready. I'll say, eh, I never even started building it. We're all going to die. Could I do that?
3: you can make you can make like plants and, and animals completely extinct if you over harvest if you over if you overfarm, farm or if you pollute the soil too much or the air or that sort of thing like you can do that but the other players will try to will try to stop you without combat without no combat, combat the only way no there's How no the hell do you stop I, no, there's no combat. combat you can stop it you can stop it which He's is through the the He's economy out.
2: what is this hippie shit get him out all right. What kind of man are you, boy? All
3: right, never mind. I was just—I'm just playing Darkest Dungeon.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good. It sounds interesting. Darkest Dungeon. It's—I—I I like it. I—I I thought Dungeon it was is a wonderful game. I thought it was—I thought it was a a pretty lousy premise for a game. But the more the longer that I played it, and I and I realized that it's not supposed to be anything about the environment or anything like that. But it's actually a society simulator from the ground up with everyone having a common goal and how people have to develop an economy because they've got a trade, they have to sell their skill trades and they've got a carpenter, they've got a fisherman, they've got someone who specializes in, you know, in, in building furniture and stuff, which also increases the amount of skill points you get that sort of thing. It's that's interesting to me. And as someone who enjoys the, the frothingly realistic combat and all that stuff, like, get it's out of enjoyable. Here, with that I word said there were no combat there is no combat i'm I'm saying that i'm i'm a, somebody who is usually like that but he i enjoy this frothingly
1: game. realistic com- just i like that yeah that's a tagline Frothingly, frothingly realistic
2: nine out of ten frothingly realistic. that's gonna
1: again again on my book something seduction one of the quotes <laughs> on the back is gonna be frothingly realistic
2: That would be amazing.
1: There
0: is no way in a million years I would play this game outside of a private server environment. That sounds like hell.
2: It does, doesn't it? Is there anything in there that would prevent
0: griefing? Like, what is there in there to prevent griefing?
3: Uh, Well, you claim claim plots of land, and you claim, like, who can access like your storage chest or your workbenches or that and that sort of thing one the thing is that one person by themselves cannot screw up the entire planet they also
0: requires a method okay they
3: yeah they also even if they try they 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 would not be able to to grief you and if they if it gets like you know they cheat or something you just ban them from the server but yeah we don't on on ziggy's server we don't have we don't have that issue no, wouldn't yeah, it's you a a it's that's the thing.
2: Yet. You'd only play this kind of game in a private server. Oh yeah, I
3: would never. I would never recommend trying yeah. trying to put it on playing on public. But. How many people but,
0: uh, would you say you would need playing on a regular on a server to actually beat it?
3: The I would say at a bare minimum, like the absolute minimum, would be four to five. Okay. Okay, it is okay. not a solo game i mean you can you can manipulate how fast skill points are are accumulated because that's what it that's what the game is gated by is how fast you earn skill points cuz yes if you turned up the skill point acceleration high enough yeah you could do everything it's still going to take you time to build everything though Do you know and, what makes
2: what's interesting i think is i know you, uh, you were saying that you play eve and eve is a game where the entire economy is built by other players like that's mm-hmm. one of the big selling points of eve is other than stuff you get from killing the NPCs and then selling that or using it on the market, everything is made by the players. All the ships, all the components, all of that stuff. So I find it interesting that you're playing a game like that where everything's made for a kind of common goal of being nice and saving the planet. And there's, on the other hand, you also play EVE where the common goal is we're going to give you stuff to kill each other with and you can pay me money for that privilege. Ah, like there's There's a big world of difference between Eco and EVE, isn't there? Well, oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't.
3: I don't play. I haven't played even years. But yeah, that's. It, well, it, so when you played, what corp were you in? Oh, I, did, I didn't have a corporation. I was playing. I was just playing with friends. I no had maybe way. three other people who were playing. Yeah.
2: You were a high sec like minor or farmer. You were in. Were you in null no sec? I, were you in null no sec?
3: I was doing null no sec here like data here breaching for a while because that was a lot of fun. It was very. That was very profitable. Are we but, about to get some gatekeeping in going you on in, here? the
2: Default NPC corpse. Maybe. Was he not a real
0: player? Was he not oh, a real, real player? What are you
2: talking about? you got to be in a corp. you got to go and slaughter your enemies and destroy I them. Wasn't, I wasn't good was to be in a corp. He recoils
0: in horror. He shouts to the sky, Close the gates! Close <laughs> the gates! There is filth, filth attempting oh, okay. to enter our blessed holy lands!" Oh, boy. I'm
2: stunned. Uh, I thought you were an EVE player. I take it back. Not Carry anymore. On. Tell us about the other games you've we been playing. Barbie Simulator or Friendship yep. Harmony game.
1: Yeah, Candy Heart, Candy Heart's Friendship Harmony coming out this fall.
2: <laughs> and the and the Six expansion. And the Civ Six, of course, which is yeah. called Rise of Them. Rise and
0: fall, rise, rise and fall. Sure. Yes. I don't know there's very much there's a very little actual falling going on in it. I noticed. It's like you're in a dark age. So, like, well, that's inconvenient.
2: Yeah, no, I've heard that. Apparently, there's like. You can plan to, you can do a load of stuff and it's like, oh, you didn't expand your religion, so you're in a dark age now. like it's kind of random what stuff you need to do uh
0: I mean it's it's not random so much, you know you will, you will, you do know what you're getting, but it's can it it's not properly balanced at least the last time I played it and I my it since for game speed. So if you play faster game speed, it becomes very difficult to actually get right. enough points before the next era hits if you're
4: you know playing... what's
2: weird is it's like the, the movement allowance for units doesn't scale with game speed which is no, one thing doesn't. i think they should actually think about is if i have a tank and i'm playing on quick it should move more than a tank on epic game mode like it shouldn't be just two because the world if i'm playing a large world on quick and i know one of the things you have to do for is find a natural wonder. My dude should move quicker because it's a quicker game, and I've got less time to do it.
0: Yeah, I can't find it exactly. That is true. I mean, it's with that game. It's strange because I still feel like (coughs) I just I haven't experienced any of the new features causing me so many problems that I'd say that oh, this is a new, really new experience for me.
4: Mm.
0: Like I've never got an emergency. To the point where I thought it was an end game mechanic until Saint Victor told me otherwise. He's like, no, I had one happening like really early on. I'm like, you what? Yeah. Really? Um, and wow. so did Jesse and other people. Like, I'm like oh, um, yeah. and people say like, three oh, or four
1: in a yeah in a, in one campaign.
0: Loyalty is such a big deal. Like, you got to constantly keep an eye on that, especially during a dark age, because you'll end up losing all your cities. I'm like, they seem fine. They're all on, like a hundred. They seem seem okay because uh, you know I don't expand very fast. I Focus on a small number of cities. I guess I'm fine. So a lot of the big mechanics, I haven't really been affected by all that much. So I, it's been weird for me. It's like yeah, I'm having fun, but are I'm you not. playing on Chieftain difficulty by any chance? Or? No, I'm playing on uh, difficulty seven of eight, whatever mm. that is. That um,
2: is not deity. That is. Uh, is it one a Could be, a, mor- could be a
0: mortal emperor or something wow. like that. Yeah. I don't play on eight. Eight, eight has a tendency yeah. of just destroying. That, these that's
2: sp- for the YouTube specialists. When I watch, yeah, I to win a game of Immortal save in Seven turns. Oh yeah, God. yeah, exactly. Seven yeah. is
0: fine. Seven is fine, but it for some reason I just haven't really run into an awful lot of that stuff. I need to, I guess, start yet another game and see if I actually do get an emergency and all. That's sort the of thing. Or I might just go straight into a diplomatic faction and really go hard on the diplomacy. Get some early alliances and really work on building those up. Because alliances, when you put invest time in them, are worth a lot. That's I mean, good to hear. Diplomacy's
2: yeah. been shit in Civ for a long fucking time. Like, I, yeah. I don't even play it single player because it's like the diplomacy with other people is so amazing. Like, I mean, it's a problem. If you've got a single player game that's also multiplayer, you play it multiplayer, yeah. and then you play it single player, you're like how come the AI is so stupid? It's like, because it's not people. Because like, it's not
0: people. You're never, you're never going to be able to emulate that. You know, you. But how you
2: say that, TB. You say that. But lest we forget, OpenAI, which made a bot that plays Dota 2, they made a bot, for anyone that doesn't know, OpenAI is a project, uh, Elon Musk tweeted about it. This was at TI7 last August in Seattle. Isn't this when he Big was like, I'm,
1: I'm afraid of the future?
2: Exactly. Because it was like, they made a bot that played Dota for like, Several months against itself and it was given a very basic rules about what's good and what's bad Then it just learnt the game and it it was able to beat the best players in the world Over like if you played a five-game series the computer is gonna win eventually now It's at the point where beating it is like a massive achievement because it's so so good It's only 1v1 both mid both shadow fiend. That's all it can do at the moment. So it's like one hero one setup which is 1v1 mid and it's perfect. It plays perfectly. And the players are playing against it. The only way they could beat it is by like cheesing it and kind of figuring out ways that the I hadn't figured out yet. But yeah, I was thinking like this is like learning technology. How about you just have Civ 7 program the version of it and it just goes off and plays itself for a year. And then your AI should be fucking amazing. It's if you rack it up to immortal, like it should it... be like, holy shit, this thing's unbeatable. Well,
0: mm. th- I, I don't know about that because what it's, you know, it, Dota, at least in the one versus one sort of mid lane format with one specific hero, etc. compared to, say, StarCraft, which is what they've been working on having AI play StarCraft for the last few years, like real AI, and mm-hmm. it d- can't even get close to it's a real It's difficult. Player.
2: It's a lot. But There's I mean, a this is the thing is we will do it. There. We well, will, eventually
0: we? we will. Yeah, totally. Eventually we will. I have to. I don't know how complex Civ is relative to that, and I have to wonder. A lot of the advantages an AI would get, i.e., its speed, are completely negated by by a turn based game. True. So it makes me think. Really, actually, wouldn't AI be that good at Civilization? It is a board game with a set of rules. We've seen that AI can beat the best Go, Go player in the world. Yeah. Yep.
2: Which is a really interesting documentary I watched on Netflix. I can't yeah. remember what it's called, but I, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see it?
0: I did not. No. It's I just, well I just worth heard a watch about for it. For anyone
2: that's a fan of AI and stuff. And I mean, Demi Habis, Habis Demis Habis, I can't remember how you pronounce his name. He made, he used to make games. Like he made games with Peter Molyneux and stuff back in the yeah. day. And now he's doing all this stuff with this, uh, The I can't remember what it's called. Deep Mind, not Deep Mind. What's Deep the Mind. Robot? Uh, yeah, it is Something like that. that. That's what's working
0: so, on StarCraft at the moment as well.
2: Right. So he's like, we can crack these games. These are games with rules, and computers love rules. If you give them a set of rules, they'll beat it. And like you said, the, the advantage a computer has is perfect timing, perfect reaction, like frame-perfect reactions. And that's the reason that people are losing this this mid-battle to this open AI bot, is, is reactions of superhumans. So what you're saying yeah. about board games... The thing is, the computer has even more time. If it's not time-sensitive, it can go away and run a million recursions of True. what's the best move. But, and do but it. in
0: theory, it also has imperfect information. Like, this is the problem that it's having with StarCraft, is players have imperfect information. On a chessboard, yeah, sure, AI can beat a human because they have perfect information. Go, they have perfect information. StarCraft has fog of war. Civ yeah. has fog of war. And you've got to think about how many game, potential game states there can be in a game of StarCraft at any given time or a game of Civ at any given time. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that's where the problems really start to creep in for AI. So I would be very curious as to how good you could genuinely make an AI at a game like Civ considering, you know, what's been going on with StarCraft, which is that they've been getting their fucking asses handed to them. I think if we just give it enough time, like oh, it's yeah.
2: literally... Compu-
0: it's literally a oh, question. Oh, yeah, we're all going to die. Sometime. There's, there's no it. doubt about it. We're all going to die. It's just going.
3: <laughs> yeah. How long have we got? That's the question. The AI in Civ has never, has traditionally never been good, though. Like, I, no, my first, my no. first Civ game was five, and the AI was awful. It's like, terrible. Yeah. They're, and it's always been I, bad. In six, it seems like they all, they, they have absolute, everyone is so the de- the denouncing that comes in that, that happens in six oh, oh, makes God. absolutely no sense. You can yeah. meet like you can They're meet dealing with some of that. Who, who was it? It was the Mapuche uh, for Lautaro, or whatever in in the new uh, in Rise and Fall. I it, it was on my stream the other day. I met him. One turn later, he denounced me, and the exact quote on the screen was, "He just plain doesn't like you."
0: Yeah. They're actually doing something about that. There was an article um, yesterday about um, sexist leaders in that game. They decided, which was a pretty dumb idea, to add a feature whereby a leader could just not like you because you're the wrong gender, either because you're the same gender as they are or because you're the opposite sex. The problem with that is there's literally no way to fix that. So you stuck with that the entire game. There's nothing you can't work around that, other than wipe them off the map, which yeah. seems yeah, like a they,
3: very poor choice. Yeah, they don't give it's, you trades. They they any trades they do give you are are just terrible. And it's like, no, I'm not gonna. Then they start like demanding, and that just that lowers your rep even further with them. And then they declare war. It's like this is why everyone a plays domination.
0: Dick. It's it's a, it's a pain in the dick. It's, yeah, it's, it's as simple as that. You know, you want to be able war to the work. the vagina. Yeah, indeed. You want to be just able to be work fact, around those issues. You can't do that when they throw that in there. So apparently they're changing that and the good. just plain don't like you thing, I think they're also changing that as That's, well.
3: That that blew my mind. I was like, I I mean, if some most of the time if you meet like China or something, they'll denounce you within five or ten turns because you don't have the same government or you don't have enough wonders or something like that. But it was literally the turn after sense, I met him. Though.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, that I mean, makes that a degree
3: makes,
0: of sense, and you can change that situation.
3: Yeah, and I never understood the setting in Civ Five where it was like you know randomized personalities. That didn't seem to do anything. They all just they, they stay the same. And I mean, they still denounced right. you. They still gave you the terrible deals. You maybe made one friend, but even then, like towards the late game of Civ Five, your friends that you've had allies with for the entire game, they'll start their 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 uh, relationship will start tanking because they're then they get yes. afraid of you.
2: Yeah, and there's nothing there's that you that can, you know, as the, well. I think one of the weird things Six about Siv is, the weird thing about Siv is, it's the same leader the whole game.
4: Like <laughs> yeah, you're not that gonna is be strange. like, I
2: don't like this guy, but maybe another guy will get elected, and we can get along. Right. Like that is know, a bit of an
0: odd one, isn't it? Guy
2: doesn't, Gandhi doesn't like you. Gandhi doesn't like you. He's not gonna like you for four thousand years. Like that's it. You're stuck with Gandhi. Who I mean,
3: elect- it's the same thing that happened to Jesse though. In the first time that we played, when he was uh when he got attacked by Persia, he was sandwiched in between. What I think three city states.
1: Yeah, and you I, were I, basically my continent was three city states to the right of me, and then Persia to the left. And I was settling; I was doing fine. Persia was like, "Hey, we want to go over there." And I was like, uh, "I don't know what." Uh, okay, and he's like, eh, "Fuck it, I'm gonna kill you." I was like, "Yeah, okay." It was like turn ten. I was like, "All right, <laughs> then." We had to restart Ooh. because Jesse Jesse lost his capital. I have
3: never seen the Civ AI go that hand and we were playing in Prince difficulty. Like it that's, just it, that's pretty aggressive. It, yeah, I've never, I have never I mean, seen sure a that. Persia is a dick
0: in that game. There's no doubt about that. You know, they're very aggressive, but Jesus.
4: Yeah, uh, it, those early
0: wars never help anybody. Like it just sets everybody back. I'd, I'd like to see uh, you know, there's a couple of civilizations where you can definitely come out of early wars ahead. I uh, like the, they'll give you a bunch of points for golden ages and stuff, and you'll get rewarded for it. But the vast majority of Civs if you get into an early war, that just puts you behind everybody.
2: Depends if you take stuff. I think, like, if you can take and keep stuff, you're going to yeah. be ahead. Yeah. If you've got, say, three cities, and they've got three cities, and you take their three cities. Like, Civ Six is actually a lot more forgiving about larger empires. Civ Five was like, "What? You got five cities now? Oh no, 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 it's too well, many." Well, I mean, Civ Six <laughs> has
0: got the problem of loyalty now. So it, apparently,
2: so which I haven't seen. So they've yeah again, been...
0: it hasn't affected me, but. But yeah, if you, uh, I, I imagine if you took three cities that early on in the Bless game, you, you would Bless have you.
2: massive snuffles. You're getting the flu from me. Oh, internet, it's internet flu, Jesse. They oh, no. The
3: AI is coming for us. They've figured it out. Like they, uh, uh, the thing that I just, I don't know, with with Civ Six, I feel like they tried to, they they tried to, and I like it, the dynamic event stuff that happens, the, the emergencies, as emergencies are called. They try to sort of do what Pyrian was talking about, whereas... And T B too, whereas if you do if you do get put behind because of a Civ going just too aggro, those those events pop up and you get to split like you you gain a combat a strength pot, bonus for it. Yeah. You get twenty turns to take an objective, and then everyone splits a pot of a, a pot of the gold, like you know, like a, a pot of five thousand gold amongst the people who are actually involved in the emergency. I think that was something that Civ needed for a while. Now, people have been telling me that it that existed in Civ four, but I never played Civ Four.
2: It did not okay
3: work. i, I didn't, didn't think so didn't,
2: but certainly not in that form there were no emergencies or whatever they call them that was not in civ4 in civ4 there,
0: there was a um world council though right and so there four. was a
2: world council i think in Civ 4. but the other difference in Civ 4 that i don't know why they took it out of Civ 5 and Civ 6 was that you had these events that popped up like one of their planes your neighbor's planes just crashing your territory do you want to keep it and get a tech boost tech boost or do you want to give it back and get a, a boost like to diplomacy We'll give it back oh, we'll get the boost. that would be we're awesome a, we're the same religion uh we've been neighbors for a while and we've been friends like all that stuff so you'd see you could mouse over that and it would show these are all the pluses these are the minuses we have close borders we have different religions you know and then we're gonna get a war and it made sense because it's like well we're this faith, and you're that faith. So, and we have shared borders. It's probably going to be trouble. But we share a border, and we're the same faith. We've been friends. I gave you that plane back, and you help you get that holy book you found, and everything. So it's all cool. And we were like buddies, and that made sense. You built up a storyline.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's
3: something I wish that we had. Like I, I didn't know that that exa- I, I might have to play Civ 4 now because that sounds. That sounds like the Civ game that uh, of Civ my was dreams because
2: great. You had corporations in the late game. You could sell sushi to people. Sushi, the sushi corporate. <laughs> it was great. I loved that. Well, Civ five had that as well,
0: didn't it? In Brave New World, that was a late game, yeah. late game mechanic for correctly in the
2: last expansion. I think you could get blue jeans and trade them and some stuff denim, like yeah, that. or yeah, jeans. Yeah, no, there was corporations. Like You actually had to build sure a corporation headquarters, and that was the headquarters of that corporation. You send a little guy out with a briefcase. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fun. Front. Deliver the great. sushi. And there you go. You got your sushi. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I so, love sip 4 so, The yeah, only problem so, people so have was, so it, five was, was, had a was death of death stack.
2: Yeah. You had these army death stacks that were like unbeatable. Yeah. So you got a death stack as well. It's like, I mean, I, I feel like the problem I have with sip 4s hex-based one unit thing is, well, why do I have an archer here and a swordsman here and a guy here and a guy here? I'm like, wouldn't they be in one army? Right. Yeah. Together, it's like, that's the way armies why- work. It's not like, you're, you, there's no room for my guy. It's like, it's the whole of Italy. I can't fit an army in it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Why is my ancient warrior the, taking the same amount of space as my heavy chariot? That well, doesn't make any sense.
0: The, the main, I mean, the main issue is that it just became boring death stacks. It's really yeah. as simple as that. Like it, it. Yeah, you can make the argument of common sense. There are a couple of things you can do. Like a siege tower can be moved into the same hex as a uh, And you can have as, cores as, as now, unit. right? So yeah, have, yeah yes. I was going to say, cores to be fair, and you can armies, have armies as as well. and cores now, yeah. So you, you can, to some extent, do that. But they really just thought, look, death stacks are ridiculous. And to be fair, death stacks were ridiculous. They were absolutely absurd. There has
2: to be a halfway ground between one unit and a stack. Like, yeah. I, I feel like you should be able to put an army four unit composition we've got artillery the, you don't yeah there should be a co- There
0: should be combos don't. i think like yeah. It, yeah. you know th- there's a little bit of that in there already like i said with the siege tower and stuff like that right, right. you know maybe you could get uh, certain units would combo together into a formation let's yeah, just like that kind of thing. Yeah, fire, and then they like and they get a bonus. Yeah, and they get yeah. a bonus for that and they would only yeah. take up one thing. But maybe, you know, the downside was they, they both took damage if they were attacked and things like that.
3: And then of course you got your cores and your armies as well. So Or and, maybe they had different attributes. Like if you put it's like you could you could combo these two units, but if you try to put like a tank with like say mobile armor in the same core or the same stack, maybe it lowers their total defense down because they can't look all the ways or, or you know, some know. something like that. I think that like I think yeah, core combo core combinations. That would be that would be really neat to say, yeah, I want to take my archers and my spearmen, I can call them the front line or whatever, and and they and they just take up one hex. That sort of thing would be would be really good. That's a that's a good idea for Because that's a
2: big problem with attacking cities is sometimes it's like I just literally can't fit my guys around. Yep. And it's like we've got the guys, pretty sure we'd be able to fit around a city. Like how many dudes are in this unit of swordsmen anyway? Like a million yeah, it's, dudes it's, taking up it's, this whole Constantly. it's a city Yeah,
3: it's, it's, <laughs> yeah the city is like this big yeah it's, it's one hex it's the, the same it's the same amount of, of space that my horsemen took mm-hmm. back in the ancient times
2: so i do feel like sometimes you can the ai or, or the players will just build a city with like four mountains around it's like untakeable that's it mm-hmm. because there's no way you it you got to wait until modern age like,
1: yep. no oh my god there was one one what was the i, I might have been just i was playing by myself no, I don't there, know was that was with, that was that was with me Oh, where I literally discovered an area of the map that was, from what I could see at the beginning, was just all surrounded by mountains. I was like, oh, that's crazy. People are like, you have to go to the coast and come up around the south. I was like, okay, literally did that? It is an area completely surrounded by mountains with something in the middle. I have no... We just called it Shangri-La because there's no way to get to it. I have no there's idea like how to get natural there. Natural
2: wonders in there, like two two natural wonders. You locate those, you win the game or something. That I would... guess it was.
1: I have no clue how you would get in there with a unit, except for like time a to invent a fly, you power flight power flights. Yeah,
0: know. get a fucking one... hot air balloon and get over there, Sonny.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's that that city is untakeable in Civ terms, anyway.
0: It would also be utter shit. Like You, wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. go, you yeah, wouldn't be able to build anything
2: around it. So what's the point? Bear in mind, you get those uh, bonuses for mountains, for science and stuff. I don't know why yep. a mountain is like the most scientific thing in the world. Yeah, assuming you mountain. could figure, or, you could or, fit mountains a Mountains are awesome, bro. Yeah. Mountains are cool. Yeah, so you also jungle. have faith, dude? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, get, you get a big mountains holy site like, bonus. That's where science came from. I mean, yeah. Isaac Newton lived on a mountain in a jungle, I guess. that's where well, I it so you're even... going to put your telescope you're put up telescope. high. Yeah,
0: you put your telescope up high. It's where your observatory is. And also your holy site. So it does make some degree of sense. Um, yep. There was a game that I played a little bit of that I really don't want to play any more of, uh, which is a bit of a shame because it was a game that was announced at E3 a couple of years ago, and it, uh, we thought, oh, that looks really pretty, and it just sort of snuck out without any warning, without any real announcement of any description. That's Fay. Yeah, assume... yeah, how'd that end Fae? up? Uh, How's that spelled? F-E. F-E, but it's got an accent okay. on it. So I'm going to assume Fey is how you pronounce it. Or fur, sure. I don't even know. Uh, but it came out with relatively <laughs> little fanfare, which it, all I can say is if the developer was hoping for support from EA as part of their EA Originals program for marketing, they would be sorely disappointed because it's an Origin exclusive, so that's going to reduce the number of sales, and they barely advertise the damn thing. Right? It, it's just not very interesting, I'm going to be honest. like It is basically a 3D platformer doesn't really tell you much when it drops you into the world. Uh, eventually, you figure out that you have to sing at certain animals and you have to match the modulation of their song with yours, which is a giant pain in the dick with a mouse, by the way. I imagine it's probably easier with a analog stick. But mm. if you're looking for that meditative experience, it's like, oh, it's nice and relaxing. It's actually just frustrating as hell. And when you eventually match it up enough, they'll follow you, and they, if they're the right color, they will maybe ha- have a, a bouncy flower open for you so you can progress. And later on, there's a way to learn full-on adult animal songs that let you get access to uh, powerful abilities and stuff. So it's a little bit Metroidvania. There's no actual combat in it, although there is avoidance of things that can kill you. Interesting. Uh, so that's in there. But for the most part, it's just a fairly simple platformer that initially it looks and sounds great until you realize that the majority of the game is just the same terrain with a different color palette swap on it. And it's like, oh, look mm. at this wonderful purple pastel-shaded thing. Isn't this beautiful? And then you move on to the next area. Oh, look at this wonderful orange pastel-shaded thing where it's like, wait a minute. This is the same flat terrain, the same flat this and that. Um, it actually makes it quite difficult to navigate, at least it would if there wasn't a way to instantly call this little bird to you that tells you where to go all the time. Uh, doesn't do particularly good job of it because it basically just goes as the bird flies, so if you follow it, you'll probably end up falling down a cliff. So, you know, do watch out for that. But I, one assumes the point of the game is to get rid of the nasty aliens that are, for some reason freezing the animals for whatever reason uh it it looks nice it sounds nice it's just really dull like i think think that's
1: sort of why we didn't see much about it aside from that like rando e3 video they're almost like oh that looks beautiful but it just is beautiful but not like
0: a game maybe like I, i try and compare it and i'm pretty sure this is what it's aiming for to things like journey and brothers Uh, This one was journey journey was the one where you're in the desert and you had the scarf that got longer
1: yeah that one was that one was beautiful the thing that made that one special is it was short it didn't overstay its welcome it was
0: just under two hours you uh and the whole thing had a great sense of pacing like you could just keep going you'd encounter new terrain and new crazy stuff all the time new discoveries Uh, it was an amazing experience through and through. Like, I never even, when I played uh, Journey, I didn't even realize that I'd beaten it. I just, because I played the whole thing through in one setting and just got so lost in it that I beat the game. Like, wow, I don't think I've ever felt that way about a game before. I feel like games
2: games like that are super rare for the obvious reason that that's really hard to play. Hard to do. Yeah, and Um, Faye is
0: not that game. A
4: lot of games
2: obviously try to ape that and be like, this is just going to be like a journey and you're just going to enjoy it. And it's like, that's a really that better. You better nail that because it's yeah.
4: like
2: people yeah. have an expectation. To get into a game when you surprise them, I think that can be huge. But mm-hmm. if you surprise them like this sucks, then the re- the response isn't just going to be meh. It's going to be like this is disaster. This is terrible. Oh! Uh, yeah,
0: I don't know if I call it a disaster, but I'd say like you, know, it's a three hour game that like constantly stops you because either you head in the wrong direction or. The platforming is not that great, so falling down a thing and having to get back up and do the jump again is pretty common. There's a really good part of the platforming, which is very early on you get the ability to climb trees. And the tree climbing system, which frankly they should have just based the whole game on this, is snappy as fuck. Like you, cool. it, You press space, it immediately snaps onto the tree, and then you press space again and it jumps up to the next part of the tree really quickly, and you can go up to the uh, top of the tree really, really fast and then launch yourself off the top, almost like a slingshot. Hmm. That's good. If they'd based the whole platforming around that and maybe added a glide in or something like that, and there probably is a glide somewhere in the game, then I would have found the platforming much more enjoyable. But a lot of it is the the more traditional, can I jump up here? Well, I don't really know. The terrain... Is sort of flat shaded. Maybe I can get up there. Maybe I can't. Let's try jumping at it. Oh, missed the jump. Better go around and do it again. That kind of thing.
2: Damn. Um, I sometimes feel like a lot of these games have a great idea and then drag it out because they realize that this great idea doesn't extend to enough hours no. to make a game. And I kind of feel like, I'm sure you guys spoken about it at the time, but Firewatch did that for me in a big way where I felt like you had a simple story and rather than just tell us a story, you dragged it out into a multi-hour game. And a lot of it was just walk here. Without any peril, you just oh, yeah. have to make your way. And I felt like a, a few games fall into that trap where they've got a nice idea and it's meant to be a nice journey. But in fact, to make it feel like you've paid for an actual full-length game, they add some shit in like you fall off stuff and it's a pain in the ass to get back up. Rather yeah. than that being an important mechanic, it's like, how can we drag this out? Let's make it kind of yeah. Yeah, tri-
0: so that doesn't need to be there or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I I found it difficult to get invested in it. It's, like I said, mechanically I don't find it all that enjoyable and... I'm gonna try and push forward a little bit more just to see how the song mechanic works when you are dealing with full-on adult animals. Because I have a feeling, I'm I'm trying to get these four eggs back for this big bird right now. I have a feeling they'll probably teach me a big song or whatever when I do that. Um, so... I wanna do that and figure out exactly how that works. But outside of that, it's like, well, it's all these big empty areas, and some of them have purple crystals on them. If you collect enough purple crystals, you'll unlock an ability, and you know, the sort of Metroidvania-esque sort of thing. It's it's beautiful to experience and listen to, but to play, I found it generally tedious.
4: Mm. It's
0: unfortunate.
3: I feel like a lot of games that try to, to try to compare themselves or market themselves to other games in the same genre is just a it's a bad bad idea. When Pyrion was talking about, you know, games emulating trying to bring the magic of a, of another particular game into their into their own world and, and taking their own take. Like I I cannot recall a time that the example that I'll use here is, is like for Dauntless, for example, which is a Monster Hunter okay. it, it, it's a Monster Hunter wannabe. Yes, and they they really pushed hard to try to differentiate themselves. We're like we're a Monster Hunter game, but we're not Monster Hunter, you know. And they yeah. they went they went too far in the direction of we wanted to differentiate ourselves, so we took out everything that makes Monster Hunter good. Oh dear, just to just to sort of like do their own thing. And another game that came to mind, which is the in my the poster child of this of this argument, is that. It was a game called Convoy. I don't know if you guys ever played it. Yes, I did it. play Convoy. FTL,
2: but not good. Right. Yep. But they
3: the, exactly the biggest mistake that though that they made. And I, I actually did like Convoy for a while there. It just got it, it it wasn't FTL, but the biggest mistake, in my opinion, they made was that they literally tagged themselves as inspired by FTL. I feel yes. like that's just something you shouldn't do. Because you're as soon as you bring another game into another game's name into your game. You are instantaneously going to skyrocket the expectations, expectations to be on the level of a of a masterpiece that FTL is. You, right. You're not going to be able to do it. It's an incredible you, you can't game. do it. Like, I still you know, play
2: that game. It's 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 amazing. Like, oh yeah, know.
3: I mean FTL is it's just a masterpiece. They you know and and uh, as a side note, I'm looking forward to playing into the breach as well. Uh, I just got code me, for it's that, like a and I'm very of excited.
2: kind of thing, right? Is that like yeah? Uh, it's, it, it's more yeah. like
3: um,
0: advanced wars, by
3: looks of it. Right, right, right. yeah. I just yeah, it, got code like for it. I'm very
0: excited to play it.
3: Yeah, it, that's. I mean, subset. They're. I, I'm hoping that they that they make it more different than ftl but still maintain that that replayability but going back to the example where with Faye when and and you were talking about being like journey yeah i'd never played journey but as someone from as an outsider i i've seen videos of it and i i've used the music
0: as journey's fucking incredible play yeah the
3: music incredible it's like i i feel like there's too many games that try to do that like i mean dauntless phoenix labs god bless them i i wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt like maybe we can get a westernized monster Hunter over here but it's it's going to get mauled. I mean, I feel like Battleborn also suffered the same thing as well, which they were trying to, they're like, we're like Overwatch, but we're, we're going to make sure you know that well, we're not I, Overwatch. Like, I
0: don't know what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah I marketing. can't
1: tell you what that game was trying to do.
0: No, because it because it was simultaneously trying to evoke Overwatch and yet say we're not like Overwatch, which is true. They're not. They weren't. But, it, but they but, didn't bring
3: any of the good parts, though, is it? The they
0: weren't <laughs> able to get their own message across. They weren't able yeah. to forge their own identity. Uh, by the way, just before we go to a break, since we're talking a bit about FTL, I did get a chance to play a little bit of a game last night that I think is hitting early access tomorrow called Abandoned Ship.
3: Ooh. Ooh I never heard of that. game. So, okay.
0: It is, you know, it's FTL, but in the Age of Sail, but there's a Cthulhu-like code chasing oh I've seen this, yes!
1: God. This looks really cool.
2: Yes. Right, I'm adding this to my wish list right I now. I think it's hitting early access tomorrow,
0: and I played a good couple of hours of it last night, and a lot of it is very, very good. Some of it makes no fucking sense. Like, the <laughs> way that you progress onto a ne- the next area there's literally a gate in the sea. Yeah,
3: and the, and the sea is floating <laughs> in, in, in black. Yeah, I just, I just which see that, is yeah.
0: absolute nonsense. But it, if you can overlook that, it's very much a case of sail around the map. The longer Ooh. you stay, the more likely it is the cult is going to come after you. Uh, get that... upgrades for your ship, get new ships, train your crew members up to be good at stuff. The combat is pausable real
3: time. You sold um, me,
2: that's it. Doing the board ships? I'm looking, you at
3: ram ships. I'm looking at the combat right now, where it's broadside versus broadside. This looks it is. This looks amazing.
2: hours, baby. I'm counting down. Like this is like age of sail. That that era is one of my absolute favorites. There've been very few games that have done it well, for whatever reason. It's got um, some I've fun shit in it. Uh, this looks good. It's got yeah, some fun mechanics. It like good. um,
0: it's got a distance mechanic whereby you can set one of four distances that you want to be away from the enemy ship. So if you want to board them, you want to get nice and close. Well, maybe the other guy thinks, I really don't want to get boarded by you. So they say, you know, they turn away from you. How do you deal with that? Well, you can fire a chain shot at them and start breaking their masts down so that they can't do that. Or maybe you've just got a faster ship than them and you can actually turn quicker than they can. And uh, once you get close enough, if you charge at your maneuver bar, you can ram them, and you can also time a bracing button to let your guys brace themselves. so when the ramming happens, it knocks them flat on their ass for a couple of seconds, giving you the time to board their ship and start chopping them to pieces nice I- I've actually found that that is the most effective strategy it's just uh chain shot them, get close oh, wow. enough, board their ship because of course if you don't destroy their ship, you're probably going to get a couple extra resources from it, right. all that sort of thing. Otherwise, uh, there's a lot of different interesting weapons you can get. And I've just swapped out my cannons for flamethrowers. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, sure. We're we're just going to have, uh, this one fires fiery balls and this one is just literally a flamethrower. And it's great Ooh. because it distracts the AI. They have to go and put the fires out, and that means they can't be loading their own cannons. So you're minimizing the like amount of damage. there's like
2: a kraken of some kind. That there you is a kraken. So, so. yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, that attacks you every once in a while. Um, it's, oh yeah. It feels surprisingly complete for an early access game. I just awesome. There's a couple of things about it. You know, I'd like to see the melee combat improved because there's really nothing to it. It's just you right you right click on the enemy um and like you'll ki- kite the AI to your medical station and shit like that kind of just like it's the same as in FTL you A bit know like FTL yeah very yeah, similar I would like to see them like add some melee specific abilities and all that kind of thing uh
2: but... but in FTL there was always the threat that the enemy ship was going to jump out with yeah. your dudes on them and you'd never see them again like that was the worst thing You yeah, said over to watch AP, out for that Mantis guys, you're like poaching the shit out when this guy just charging the engines. I'll be like, get the engines, take you, the you, engines in time.
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen in this, from what I can tell. So. Uh, can you
3: can you rename your crew and your ship and stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm on. Oh That's man, it. I'm yeah. on board. I'm I'm watching <laughs> the I'm 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 watching the Kraken attack right now. That looks that looks right up my alley, man. That like, yeah, Kraken I've, been,
0: I've been attacked by a couple of times. It actually wasn't as threatening as it seemed. Like you just sort of, uh, it's just guys. If you have to flee it, so you've got to send your guys to chop the. Uh the tentacles off before yeah. it slams your ship and does a bunch of damage. Um and actually the game actually seems a little bit too easy right now. Uh maybe it's tuned but again, early access, there's a lot to go there, but what um, I played of it so far I liked a lot and I think there's a lot of potential there. So yeah, looks good. I think I'm, that the that might be the way to go if you're looking for a new nice. FTL cool, like game. Cool. And... All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, whatever news we've got and whatever releases we've got. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Yes, indeed, for the final 45 minutes or so of the show. It's been a a relatively quiet week, honestly. In terms of releases? I in terms of releases, but in terms of news.
2: Uh... I'm trying to think what's happened.
0: There's not really been a massive amount. Um, there was... There's been something which I... I guess this probably is a, kind of a big deal considering the size of the game. You can't really ignore it. But some people don't know that player unknown Battlegrounds has been suffering a great deal as of late as a result of Chinese cheaters. Is that spe- really
2: what it is? Apparently so, because oh, yeah. I know that they they've lost a ton of players or something. I mean, is it people giving up because of all cheaters? There's definitely some of that, I and mean, yeah.
0: obviously there's huge ban waves going out.
4: Mm.
0: But apparently, cheating is beca- has become a fairly large problem, and the v- vast majority of people have blamed it on the Chinese. Now, as to what the evidence of that is, well, I assume a lot of it comes down to looking at someone's ping who killed you and saying, hmm, 400, that sounds a little suspect. (laughs) But I actually learned uh, that in some Chinese cyber cafes, they quite literally rent out cheat packages to people, if you can believe it. They buy bulk versions of these games, and they, for some extra money, you can enable some cheats. Wow. Which blows my mind that's, that's crazy
4: that's, that's you know absolutely what, you know what? incredible
0: the, the
2: land cafes in china to go back to when i was in shanghai we didn't have anywhere to play dota at the hotel so we would there was a land cafe around the corner and we went there to go and play now you would think that a land cafe like any shop or store you go in you want to buy their product you sign up for the membership takes two seconds bing you're playing on a computer you pay so much an hour no you have to be a member in order to be a member, you need to have Chinese ID. No Chinese ID, you can't be a member. Now, for a while, you were able to sign up as a non-Chinese national, okay. but now you can't. That's strange. Weird, right? So we were there, we, were like, why? we had our passports, we had money. They were like, no, you can't sign up. Huh. Change, the system's changed, you're not allowed to sign up. We were like, what do you mean we're not allowed to sign up? It's a fucking land cafe. This guy's playing PUBG and or I just want to go and play video games. No, you can't sign up. That is so strange. something is very strange with the Chinese land cafes. Apparently, this is what we were told could be wrong was that they the chinese government likes to keep a track of what games have been played who's playing them what servers are playing and all the rest i like to have all that information and if you're a foreign national and you sign up and you just play for a day you could be anybody okay. uh so you need to have a proper id resident in china so they can check up on you and come and knock on your door and say hey why are you just playing Naga siren and, and rushing a radiance uh that's not good <laughs> interesting got to a build give them like a new build <laughs> whatever I mean, so, there's a degree
0: of that in um, south korea a lot of your online activity is tied to a government issued
2: id but you mean the, the korean esports association Kesper, my friend yeah i don't know if i actually have my kespa card on me i'm not a member but my friend was because he was resident in in south korea for a while i think i've got it in my somewhere else i've got it anyway my friend is i stole his kespa card uh at, at uh, because he didn't need it anymore And then you actually need the fucking card. Like, that's it. You Mm -hmm. have to be registered with Kesper. That's it. You don't like to play competitive gaming. Crazy. Like, you can't imagine that.
0: Yeah, they do all sorts of stuff like that. As to why the cheating is going on, you know, there's there's various reasons. Some people cheat for drops. Some people cheat just because it feels good to win. And PUBG is apparently rife with that. Now... There was announcement today, I believe, that they're going to be experimenting with some ping based matchmaking. There's been a lot, a lot of requests to just lock China out completely, just to region lock it, put them on their own servers, keep them the hell away from everything else. They have resisted doing that, and they are, but they are looking into ping based matchmaking. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why I suppose they would resist doing that is because... Big market.
3: Well, they buy, they're buying the game market. in bulk. Well, yeah, wondering. they're there buying the game 100 at a time. Yeah, There, there
0: sure. is that, although one has to, you know, it's not like it would stop from playing with a huge amount of Chinese players as well. But it also comes down to how easy that would be to bypass with a VPN. And you might say, yeah. well... The ping
2: is still an issue, though, right? Like, if it's ping-locked, which I think makes sense, there's no way around that. There's no yeah, way around that. If you're in isn't. China, you're playing on US servers or EU servers, you're fucked. There's, like, yeah, you... things over 100, you're out. That's yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I can't, I can't imagine you're going to get very far that way. So it seems yeah. like, you know, rather than just region-locking, a, a sort of ping-based matchmaking seems like a more sensible solution. You, you're still not going to get rid of everybody, but, you know, you need to take a big enough dent out of it. And you might say, well... VPN should do it. Like you know, who know who really knows about VPNs in China? Probably quite a lot of people. Honestly. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of uh, gamers in China are well aware of how VPN works. Everybody uses a
2: VPN in China. Yeah. When I was there, I couldn't even use like there's no you can't get access to anything Google related on your phone. Like a, a whole bunch of websites that you just rely on, no access. If you use a VPN, you straight on them, and everybody's like, "Oh, just use a VPN." I'm like, I don't want to get arrested in China for using a VPN, so. Fuck mm. that. Right. I'm just to get by. I, have to, I have to wonder
0: if you could use a VPN to also bypass this ping restriction, you know, because if, if the server is ultimately testing the ping from the VPN and not from your actual machine, you True. could quite easily get a VPN that has 100 ping and get matched to that. I mean, it may True. cause quite a laggy experience, but... If you'd you're need, running, you need hacks, something that looks that
2: not just matter, at right? the ping. You need to look at not just at the ping, but the actual input delay, and you'd be lagging. Like you would be lagging. Well, that's yeah. what
3: the cheats are for.
0: But if you're cheating, it doesn't matter.
2: Surely, <laughs> <Yeah>. if you're <they're>
3: lagging <laughs> or not, so there must be a way.
2: Around. Jesus Jesse, Christ.
3: Jesse
0: got self-driving it. Self-driving
2: cars, because self-driving cars—we put a man on the moon, tb. It can't be beyond us as a human race uh, to make. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure we could
0: figure it out. Yeah, I, I'm always in favor of the good old shadow banning technique of put the cheaters with the cheaters and let them sort each other out on some giant battle death island you know just let and, and can let, we all watch it yes I again the i said this last time cheaters. i'm gonna
1: say it again i would watch a cheaters esports league where it's all about coming up with a cheat to win and i would watch the hell out of that I so like,
2: you'd want to w- watch people who could take the best steroids and the best drugs
1: and compete in a drug olympics are you kidding me? Of course I would. Yeah. I want to watch. If, if, uh, that, if, if that, that wasn't a severe sport. health concern,
0: I absolutely would watch that. Can, I would watch know.
1: all that. If they were like, yeah, take whatever drugs you want, do whatever you want to your body, yeah. and, and, like, also, fuck it, give them, like, chainsaw arms. I would watch the shit out of that. That seems like
0: um, You know, the way that they've obviously, and for very good reason, limited what you can do in Formula One. Like, uh, if I recall correctly, there are some less popular racing formulas that just let you do whatever the fuck you want i'm like i would watch that
4: hell with,
0: yeah with the fucking flamethrowers and the chainsaws dead? and
2: is sport dead i want to see an even contest of skill i don't and Tactics. No, I, I don't see the best flamethrower
1: combination of both it's skill, biggest tactics, no. raw ingenuity, no. and machine. The most armor oh my placing
0: God. and the most money. That's what I want
3: to see. Oh, oh I yeah! Would,
1: if they could just make a mutant football league, I'd be all about that. I would watch the shit out of that. Mean,
3: oh, you you mean like actual? I mean like, in real life. Football. I yeah, mean okay.
1: actual mutants. Yes, I want They're them. Actual mutants. Actual mutants. Yeah, and I want s- them, and I want them to fight and kill each other. And I look. I'm just saying. I feel like. The Romans, at their height, had it right. Wow. Just Gladiatorial combat.
3: <laughs> See, if everyone's, it's if everyone's cheating, then the it's, a, it's, an even, it's an even battlefield. Extremely
2: if sensitive
1: about the Romans. Honestly. I'm just getting a
2: beer. I just yeah. You know, my people, we were invaded by the Romans, Jesse. Okay? it's Yeah, but, but little here's the thing. More...
1: Wasn't everybody, let's be real, wasn't everybody? Quite in quite a lot of people invaded were. by the Romans, Jesse? Really? Was it? No, no go I go mean, ancestors off. of the Romans, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People down the family tree invaded the shit out of America. You're right. Who invaded America? Nobody's ever invaded America. Are you kidding me? No, I'm
2: not kidding you.
4: It was ours. The original colonies. It was ours.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You stole it from us, you colonial bastards. Give it back what do yeah. you mean well it was... anyway somewhere, somewhere back there's on a native track... family
1: like fuck this chat oh yeah no you're fuck right fuck these guys yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back on track <laughs> about those guys. at the I'm moment to a native american
2: i apologize apparently
0: I they are delaying development of PUBG until they get a handle on these cheaters so yeah if you want to know why you're not getting patches and updates at a good rate this has a lot to do with it
2: you gotcha
0: Blame I, the
3: cheaters.
0: I jumped the off way, the PUBG
3: train a long time ago.
2: Yeah, no, I haven't played it in months. Like honestly. now,
0: I occasionally dip on Fortnite uh, as a solo game. That that's quite good, but for PUBG, nah, too much
2: running. By the around. way, talking of cheaters and griefers getting banned, Dota has a new rule. Whereas if you fuck up too much and you get voted, here's the ban: six month ban. Yeah, Woo! man, am going Good night. You ain't play. You better go find another game, motherfucker, because you are out. So yeah. if you so, get too many reports or you feed down mid and just give up, that's it. You're out six months. That's, that's what Heroes Good. of the
3: Storm needs. Heroes of the Storm needs that. Blizzard just needs to come They'll down hard do on the people. I, I know they won't. I'm just saying they need it, though.
2: People grief in Heroes of the Storm isn't just playing Oh yeah. The Storm, griefing by definition. I, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> 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 <mean.
3: laughs>
1: You're a big fan of Heroes, aren't you, Jesse? You play Heroes of the Me? Storm. Me? I'm a fan of. He has an abusive relationship. With I'm him, not a was. fan of when they do shit wrong. Like I, I will always call out Blizzard on their wrongness. And Heroes has been a mess since day one. I Let still me play it because I'm a fanboy. And the like
2: basketball dunking guy, Asmadan or whatever his name is. Asma yeah,
1: that shit's legit.
2: Like I played it. I did a charity thing last year for where I played it and I tried to make a load of money. For charity like it was like i raised like eight grand nine grand for charity i had to qualify to every game i won was worth a certain amount i was like i raised eight grand for charity i'm like super happy it, i was the worst
1: person in that drive so, but somebody but here's the like thing is grand i felt terrible but that, here's the here's the thing about heroes heroes is a game where at its core it's simple that's what makes it fun and so i don't have to like stress out about too much stuff i'm gonna just jump in and have fun it's like a like, 20 minute
2: game it's like yeah yeah, it's, yeah yeah
1: it's simple it's fun but the problem is the layers of issues that come with that simple fun uh, because blizzard is just like this is the game we're making um i simply uh, i have a problem with the community and the community is just like devil children like if you but it's a blizzard problem if you say something wrong about blizz it's like (gasps) what you've insulted my child it's uh, yeah i have issues with them as a as a overarching fandom
3: Uh, the issue that I had recently which stopped me from covering it on my channel for now is the fact that matchmaking has gotten somehow even worse but it's even worse in hero League which is which is the ranked version of uh, of what heroes has and i I dipped in for one game I was like let me just see if it's if it's gotten any better nope and I know I realize it's not fair to to base everything off of judgment off of just one game but I've got much, almost years of, of evidence of uh, of it just not getting any better and well, for the aspect, record
2: it's, it's uneven or
3: it, they um, they so there was man. a bug this this past season the the biggest thing that they revealed at blizzcon was that there's going to be this it's called performance-based matchmaking which is that it's let your 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 elo is is less all uh, right you're not uh, your mmr is less less weighted against your win loss versus like how you performed in the game. It's a, it's a nice concept. The problem is that it also introduced a a brand new bug in the, at the beginning of the placement matches, every season you have to do 10 placement matches, which is just nuts. Okay. And what happened with this season in particular, it was that people who were making fresh accounts or who had barely played the game at all, because of the new system, it was starting to introduce people at a very at a higher accelerated rate of MMR than any than people who've been playing the game for years. So you were having people who were in like say gold or silver last season be put in like masters, and that's not fun for them because they're getting destroyed. That's not for the yeah. fun for the master league players because they don't know what they're doing,
1: right. you know because
3: the, their teammates. So that caused a chain reaction. Blizzard finally pulled back. It what it, to be clear, it wasn't the performance based matchmaking that caused the issue. It led to it though, because of because of all the new the new things that it sort of introduced, uh, with the with the way that that ranks were now calculated and that sort of thing. So that became that for me. I I, I had to stop because I was super hype about this season, and I and I had to stop playing because it was just so so bad. I mean, I was getting people who were who were doing placement matches in like diamond league, which is you know mid tier. You know, it's grandmaster, master, diamond. I mean, but seeing people who were still doing their placements in diamond was was absolutely ridiculous and no one and the problem is that even the for the people who are winning it wasn't fun because they're the the matchmaking was so imbalanced is that the people the people who are winning it was like such a snowbally game it's like i barely even did anything like it's not it's not a meaningful fulfilling win sort of a thing and then on right. the opposite side if you're the team that's getting completely snow plowed over it's right. like this like i don't want to play this game this sucks yeah it's, a it's 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 it's
1: I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's just it, – Victor's nailed it perfectly. There's just flaws in it that need to be addressed that would make it, it the game it should be, but no one ever does it. Like, no one ever ta- – Instead, they're like, here's another thing we're going to change instead. It's like, yo, just take – literally take a month and fix these things, and you'd have an awesome, solid game. Jesse but made like,
3: – Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go
1: for it. Uh, Jesse, Jason, he, he made the
3: perfect – analogy this was years ago yeah this is at least a year maybe even two jesse said that this was blizzard's chance to have their saints row they they, they have the the crazy outlanders bonkers game that every that like Arcady make it as fun as possible but the second that it, it started going more towards esports is when is when these sort of issues started to become more more prevalent because it's like well don't try to be league don't try to be dota it's not going to happen you know if you could stand out from the rest by just saying here's all the characters that we that we all know and love from the blizzard universes we've loved it for decades now this game is just wacky it's just crazy arcade fun that like something better than a starcraft 2 mod but like with a little bit more structure to it like and 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 jesse nailed the he nailed the point on the head right there which is like you know this this could be the saint's road to the gta of the moba world because i mean this is yeah, there's going to be rules, but it's it's going to be fun. You know, make it no no more than 10 minutes per game. I mean, you're going to see turnover like crazy and, you know, make some money. But instead, the more serious that it seems that Heroes has gotten, the less fun it's become for a lot of people who played it since... I, I mean, even, even TV played in, in, with us in Technical Alpha. I mean, it's never gone in that direction. In,
0: I jump in and out of that thing. And, yeah. you know, every time I come to exactly the same goddamn conclusion, it's... You made the Mario Kart of MOBAs and you refused to accept that you did.
3: Yes, uh, yeah. that's... I wish they would. I wish they would because that would be so much that's actually all
0: you need to really do, you know, and, but that's and like just have fun that
3: way.
1: That's Blizzard's inherent company problem that I don't think they'll ever address, uh, at least in this phase of their business, which is like, we're the fun, crazy company and we come up with like kooky ideas and, you know, we don't take our franchises too seriously, but we really actually do. But and we're also an esports. Everybody yeah. wants
2: to get into esports. That's it. I and mean, the like they—they're they, trying. You've to already from, got like, the Overwatch League and all that stuff. They're trying. Well, to right. And you've already be... got—you've already
0: got your giant Overwatch League that you invested untold yeah. millions of dollars oh my into. God. Is that was... not fucking? You know, and you still have StarCraft, which is a legit yeah. eSport Is that I... not enough? You? D- Why do you need four esports? Actually, five, five right. esports games. With Why Horsestone, do you need yeah. that? That's that, that's fucking ridiculous
3: what I, what TV you just said was was a point i was going to bring up it's like it's it's sort of difficult to say blizzard's just trying to get into the esports because starcraft was the original esport well, no, know, but that's that's, the, but that's
1: their problem i've said this forever like that's the because starcraft was the original big like there's other esports but that was the one that was huge yeah, and it yeah, yeah put yeah. blizz on the esports map and so because they're like we were here first and we were the big ones we have to stay and it's like you could be there, but like, God, don't, have don't a burn down everything there. else just because you're like fine. really keen on being in two the industry. Two is enough. Still. Two
0: is enough. You don't need six. <laughs> like,
2: come That's on. not how companies think, though, is it? They're always thinking more, more, more. I mean, also, I feel like they didn't design StarCraft to be this big esport. Like, I really don't think they did. Like Not they're... the original one. No, no
0: they, they did definitely no, design Yes, the They There's absolutely designed game. two that way.
3: Yeah. yeah yeah by the by the time brood war came out i think that they started going more of that direction but certainly for starcraft 2 it was that that was the main focus was, yeah, yeah. was carrying yes. on the esport legacy yeah yeah
2: but i mean honestly that was like I, that was what got me into esports the first time with starcraft 2 was watching that i used to watch like day nine i used to watch it on twitch like that when it was just in tv and everything like that was it i was like wow this is amazing i'm actually watching professional gamers yeah. as like commentating Got yeah. me into it in a big way. Everyone I've did. I mean, watched, yeah, I've never watched a single Blizzard esports since for more than five minutes. I, I'm like, now
3: I don't know how people can watch Hearthstone competitively. I've, I have no. tried, I've really tried. I would rather watch like the WoW Arena tournaments at BlizzCon than watch,
0: which are unwatchable unless you know what the hell is going yeah, on. Yeah. And,
3: and unless you played WoW, you're not going to know what the heck's going on, you yeah, know. But like, like, but like, heroes, I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that I don't get excited about heroes esports because, like, I, I, I personally really enjoy casting uh heroes esports. I like running my own tournaments and stuff. So I you're think complicit. there's, there's de-
0: you're part of the problem is what you're saying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm part of the problem because I don't have any bearing on on um, you know, I'm not a I'm not a huge community figure. Hey, so I, like I don't it. have yeah, any you're mailing sorry. on it T B. You got no, it. No, I don't I don't, I don't yeah, have any nailed him, him, it. Nailed him TV. I have He's no sneaking. I have no weighted I have no weighted impact on the on Get the hero's community. <laughs> you know, but He's a I think that they've I really do think that if Blizzard had had taken it less seriously from the start, we would be in a in a much more amicable position to to deal with with these sort of community issues or matchmaking, that sort of thing. Because people would you you would come into the into the game not expecting a serious esport but experiencing a hey, this is the you know this this is like you know this is MOBA light. Like I, I can just jump in here with a friend. We can play, Oh, I, yeah, I'm totally I don't know who this guy that. is, but I know who that guy is, you know? And, and, you know, she looks like fun to play with and, you know, yeah. running for a brawl or two and that'd be it. I mean, th- I think that here, if heroes had started with that outlook, like Jesse was saying earlier, I think that it would be, we, we maybe could get to a, a much easier evolution of, of the game than right now, which is just sort of a bastardized MOBA it, it really is trying hard and pushing hard to be serious. But but you know what? This is the problem. I think if you look at a lot of esports that have been
2: successful, you've produced a great game and people have realized it has a very high skill ceiling and it's become an esport. I mean, Smash Brothers is a perfect example of yep. like that. It was a game that was designed nothing to do with esports. In fact, they no. didn't even want it to be an esport. And the subsequent versions of Smash that are not played competitively they specifically right. dumbed it down to make it less eSport worthy.
0: Yeah, the- they <laughs> fucked up Brawl on purpose to make sure exactly. that you couldn't yep. play it competitively.
2: And they're like, no, 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 we don't want anything to do with this. The Smash guys are like, no, 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 we are clinging to this. Like, if you go to a Dota event, you will see someone with a CRT TV playing Smash. Playing Smash. Yeah. Uh, and like- I'm sure you see it at a lot of other events as well. It is. I don't play it, I'm terrible at it. Oh, when you watch good Smash players yeah. play... It's unbelievable. And this is, again, this is an absolute ground up grassroots community eSport. And that is where it comes from. Not from a company saying, we're going to design this all for you. And it's all you don't have to worry about anything. It's like the community doesn't feel invested. I mean, Dota was the same way. Dota started off. The first international was at Gamescom. And it was like put on in a tiny arena. And Valve came in and said, you know what? And, oh it. God!
0: Did that game look fucking terrible? The way Didn't I described it? It was like that game looks like a carpet
3: shop. Yep.
0: <laughs> like the <laughs> texture work—that's what it looked like. Like fuck period, me.
3: Like, but period nailed it though. I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, that, but, I I feel like if Heroes had started off that way, it could have been like that.
1: The problem with with all the new games coming out, they're like, yeah, we are at in this huge mobile thing. Yeah, yeah. All this is 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 it all comes back to the idea of investors and pitching it to people with money and the idea that like, yeah, you should invest in this or this is going to make our company a lot of money because esports. And they point to one of the many thousands of articles that are like, this year esports made one billion dollars. And everyone's like, we can make money off of this. And it's like, yeah, but you're not gonna make a good game. and you're not gonna make something good first
2: like there are all these reports that i've seen i remember i went to york university oddly enough are doing a big ai thing and they're big in dota like they're doing a a big investment in ai and dota it's a big story anyway i went to talk to them and i said I, i went there with warnings more than advice and i said here is all the shit you guys will be shown about how massive esports is and the billions of viewers and everything i'm like this is all bullshit like, you were going to have to be thousands of dollars. Someone's going to try and talk you into spending thousands of dollars in buying this stupid report that tells you about all this fucking money that there is in esports and all these billions of viewers. They're not going to really? tell you that's not billions of viewers, that's impressions, which is a big difference. You have a hardcore esports audience and they know what they want. And if you try to produce artificially this esports experience, they're going to spot it a mile away. They're going to go, I yeah, mean, look will. at the PUBG thrust itself into the esports world. And everybody was like, esports ready, esports ready has become like a meme Lol. around PUBG. Yeah. You cannot force these things. People right. will find it. I mean, still, you'll still up, get the views anyway
0: because it's huge, you know. They're, they're, but yeah. th- there's very, very few games that can get away with that, you know, because there's no games that are the size of PUBG. Right. Uh, you know, so, yeah, they can do the worst esports viewership experience in the history of mankind and still get a good amount of viewers because they are PUBG. It's still
2: PUBG, right? Yeah, watch yeah
0: exactly. It. So people want to throw money at PUBG because they want to be with the biggest thing. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I, th- I feel like we loop around on this topic every few months and it's the- it's the same issue every time, which is sad. Hopefully at some point that won't be an issue with Heroes and I'd, ha- I'd happily come back and play a bunch of it because I right. actually quite like that game. Like as I sit down, play a few rounds and, oh, i got three games done in an hour, that was pretty nice. And I left yeah. feeling like, oh, right, I lost one, but I didn't really care. Like yeah, I didn't feel so invested in losing that game that i ain't that's
3: for sure no no no, no. that's why i couldn't play Dota anymore just like one game you just plan your evening
0: yeah it's it's, i mean i had the same problem with starcraft as well it's like i'd overanalyze what fucking happened and then i'd be like nope i I can't do it i I just can't i'm I'm done for the night that that's my experience done uh just to move on to one quick news topic before we look at what's coming out this week this is actually related to something that's coming out this week There's a port of Payday 2 coming to Switch, which is.
3: (laughs) Oh boy, I can't wait to hear this.
2: Switch, like I think of that as like a kids' (laughs) platform. No offense, Switch owners, but I'm like, I thought about buying one for my kids because it's like kids-friendly. Well, I mean, a couple of weeks ago they got Doom. Payday 2. Yeah, Payday 2.
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) oh boy. Well, for one thing, you know, they just got, um, you know, they just got Doom, so I don't think they're necessarily a kids' platform, but. Here's the thing. So they got a Switch. They're getting a Switch version of it. And, well, it is two years out of date. So the (laughs) version they ported to the Switch is apparently below update 130. The PC version is currently update 172. (laughs) There's a uh, very. Various...
2: I guess it's really hard to port shit to the Switch. Is what the
0: story is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: two years too hard, I guess.
0: Various pieces of evidence have been uh, posted as to what? this. I do. I don't believe this. I don't believe it's currently out yet. So this must have been a a review copy or someone broke street date. I'm just checking uh, when when it's out. Uh, How many
2: Switch owners are going to be like, "Ooh, payday two?
0: Yeah, it's coming out Wait. in a week. Um, I, I don't know because one, the online system for the Switch is bollocks. Like it's it's absolute bollocks. I can imagine that. Yeah. So you you know for a co-op game that requires a pretty solid amount of communication, I cannot imagine the Payday Two is going to be anywhere near a good experience on that. Secondly, weak hardware, you're not going to get it running all that well, and. It's just such a bizarre choice because it has been... You know, that game has been out for years now. And it seems like it is an attempt by 505 Games, who are the publishers, to get a bit of a cash-in on how well the Switch is doing. And I've got no problem with importing things to the Switch. Port whatever you want. But this is now not the first time that we've seen a bad port come to the Switch. For instance, when we had NerdCubed on the show about a month or so ago... He had a good old-fashioned English rant, rightfully so, about the horrific state that WWE 2K18 is on the Switch, to the point where the game runs at literally half normal speed. Like, we're talking several-minute load times. It takes several minutes to walk down to the ring. And I'm not just talking about The Undertaker's entrance here either. I'm talking about actual normal ones because they're running... At slower speed the game is full of bugs completely broken They've made no effort whatsoever to patch it and all they did was reduce the price of the game and just left it there Now this is interesting to me because We've been a little bit suspect for a while That since the switch is supposed to have a pretty long shelf life, you know, they're looking at five years for this thing It's gonna be a bit of a problem support quite a lot of these third-party games later down the line it's already been an issue apparently with hat and time that the thing doesn't support unreal 3 properly and the only way that rocket league ever worked on the thing was because the people that worked on rocket league are actual wizards and apparently you know where they knew a lot about unreal 3 let's just put it that way so they were able to pull it off but other companies not so much I have to wonder how many more problems like this we're gonna have, because this wouldn't be the first time on a Nintendo console we've had a really fucking bad port. Right. Like the Wii was absolutely rife with them. The Wii U a bit less so because people didn't bother porting to it because nobody bought the fucking thing. But I have to wonder if we're gonna see a lot more of this going forward.
2: I have one big question, which is is the Undertaker still wrestling? <laughs> No. Cuz the guy must be a million years old.
0: No, he's not still wrestling, but the okay. story would take too long to tell.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> so I'm i go- even
2: when I was a
3: kid Legend like gonna, I'm going to
0: I'm going to save I'll save you all the trouble of not going through the story of that. But okay. yeah, and one way or the other this is, you know, people are going to have to be very careful when buying things on Switch because it it's a pretty cool Proposition to say I can play a AAA game, and I can do it handheld.
3: Yeah, on the on the move with on the move know, with my friends and stuff. I mean, that's if the internet. Sir, I don't own a Switch, so I don't know how how bad the internet service is for, for it. But I mean, it's like It's
0: horrendous I, at the moment. I can't. But...
3: I can't imagine someone has just been waiting for this day of payday 2. oh, Finally, thank God! payday,
0: payday two, two on
2: my Switch. Like, no, come on. Doesn't
3: include any of the, the DLC? DLC, or I mean. It's way just behind. Let's just say it. no.
2: Let's just say it is
0: apparently missing the Ethan and Healer H three H three DLC, uh, which is obviously a disaster. That's and that's hilarious. A bunch of somebody, other shit.
2: Chat says Dark Souls on Switch. Uh, w- um, <laughs> you,
0: that, would, what, that seems like that would be. Uh, awesome. Why are you laughing? That was announced. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dark Souls coming to Switch. I th- Honestly, I just figure Switch is like for kids. What are they, the Dark Souls? You're thinking Why of the Wii, man.
1: Portable Dark Souls? No, it's,
2: it's, it's for kids. I mean, You're it's so you caught know. up
1: in the old shit, man. You'll never get it. it. it does really, does a, this grandpa. ain't Wii, It really isn't. It's, it's like for kids. Like a little
2: no. thing like this. You give it to the kids on the on the car journeys and on the plane. I mean, I mean you can it,
0: if you like, but... On I the mean, car journeys. The, and the, Switch, car. For, the Switch for me is a phenomenal console because it lets me game wherever I want and it lets me game in whatever circumstances that I'm currently in at the time. It gives me flexibility, which you know I need as an adult. I'm just a PC well, yeah. Master Race. And if, if and if I need to play something at an extremely high frame rate and resolution and stuff, then I will go to my PC for it. And I won't play stuff on Switch that runs like crap. But there's the, the nice thing about Switch is the indie library is fucking enormous. And that stuff runs really well. I had
2: well. no idea. I thought it was just Mario and stuff.
0: No. No, you might want to look at the library. You're about to
1: buy that for your kid.
2: Yeah.
0: I swear
1: you, to God. You, you're not going to let kid anywhere home, near it. It would be all porn. And you would been like, I thought this was for kids. You know, <laughs> you, you're not going to let anywhere near it.
0: Like, okay. The Switch they is...
2: Got, they got an Xbox. I'm not, I'm not going to buy them a fucking Switch. Jesus. No,
0: buy yourself a Switch and play a bunch of indies on it. Because it's got a shit ton of really good indie games on it. Yeah. Uh, dude, I never leave the house. My buddy loves... Okay.
2: it. I don't I don't travel.
0: Yeah, but do you sit on a couch? Or No. Or, you never sit on a couch. Do you no. ever leave your
2: office? As little as possible.
0: Okay, maybe the Switch isn't a. <laughs> it's at not you. for me. <laughs> I'm literally going
2: to live it next to my PC. If, if
0: you had asked me a few years ago, I would have probably answered the same. But lately, right. Like the flexibility of the Switch and be like, my back fucking kills. Right. Yeah. I want to be on the couch or in bed right now, right. but I want to keep fucking gaming. The Switch is a godsend. Perfect. It's a godsend. So yeah, what you're a, saying
2: is, when I'm when I get older, TB and my back gives out. Yeah, and I'm like when
0: you, you turn into me, you know, yeah. a, I'll be switching it. Yeah, a 34 year old in a 70 year old man's body, then <laughs> you'll you'll be switching, switching it. Trust me.
3: Okay, okay.
2: you will be switching. Yeah, it has
3: my one of my best friends. He has he has the switching switch port of uh, of the Binding of Isaac, and it's I, I've played it. It's quite it's good. good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, it's very good
0: there's a lot of good shit on there there's like good indies coming out every week on that system it's pretty great
3: who who knew that the switch would all of a sudden be this like this indie haven for Um, for things to get i called
0: this over a year ago i just want to point out oh did you
3: did you really okay that's
0: on record on the show like i (laughs) i said i specifically said the switch is an indie machine uh it happened i was was there right yep i was right um is anyone doubting him well no certainly no one is now considering hey, the out. amount of
3: money people people doubted me when i said i'm i was the progenitor of the of the asthma dunk uh, skin and heroes i was like it's on my youtube go look at it you can you find the name i right doubt well.
1: that i doubt that you have ever used the word progenitor before i doubt that
0: i mean i i doubt that too that is not what? something you would use in a regular progenitor progenitor unless you were actually a space marine yeah, but you were some sort
3: of spaceman. You no. are not really a spaceman. You guys know nothing about me. So wait, the, the boss, that's what true. I did
2: last week. I'll be sure he's the right. I'll be sure he's <laughs> very. He's right. He's right. In the basketball you came up with that. Yeah. Or did you just say you know it'd be cool if they had a basketball skin?
3: Well, I the way that I described it when Asphy came out you. is is exactly how it came out. Ah uh-huh. uh, it, it is. You can did go look it, it up. Did
2: you get in touch with you?
3: All right. Well... No. In that case, you I want to hear
2: confirmation from Blizzard or from himself before I believe this.
0: Present okay. evidence on Twitter. Hey, present guys. evidence or it didn't happen. Hold on, hey. Don't look at me, i will. Dan.
3: totally here,
1: guys. What's up?
3: I will, I will Dan. link you... Hey, Asmodan, <laughs> what's up? I, I will link you the, you the link. What's going on, bro? All
2: right, Asmodan. Uh, Victor claims that he was the one who came up with the basketball skin that you're wearing. Is this true?
1: Yeah, we were getting real high one night. And he was like, bro. Whoa, that's definitely yeah, not would me. Wouldn't it, <laughs> it be funny if you wore a basketball jersey? And I was like, yeah. So I did.
2: It was Wow. Awesome. That's amazing. Thank you. You well, left. You just left. Shout out to Azmuth then for dropping yeah. in.
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah. Thanks we, for stopping we're just by. Only the best guest. Uh, Lord show, of Sin.
2: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>
0: Only the best guests on the show. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, get some releases down the pipe, Ooh. shall we? Of which there's a couple of things here and there and some that are not Oof. good.
2: When we say the pipe, we're talking about the toilet, right? Because, I mean, I'm looking a at A lot skin.
0: of this is the toilet, yes. Oh, my God. A lot of it is the toilet. I will happily admit that. But we have highlighted some, and Jesse has highlighted some I, I don't know I, why I found one. Them, but... I found
1: one game that I thought was interesting. I'm gonna okay. let you know. Usually, All right. my the way I roll with this is like is something interesting, just yeah, the concept of fair, interesting. Fair.
0: Yeah,
1: I went through this entire list and found nothing that was like, oh, that looks interesting, There's except for one game which like. is the most like just. Like, it has one sort of bit about it, like one hmm. which is really stupid for me to say. Yeah, But it has one sort of, like, gimmick. Um, But, okay. yeah, if you want me to start, I'll, I'll start on that uh, one. Well, got I've got, else. well,
0: I've got one before that. I, I have a feeling this is a mistake because there is actually no release list on this yet. For some reason, it is on our release list. I do not know why, but it is there, and that is Ata, which is the shield maiden isometric Dark soulsy like thing that we've been waiting for for quite some time. That for some reason, I don't know why that's on the release list because I haven't heard of it coming out today so if it randomly shows up today, surprise! But I don't think it's actually coming out. It's just the release list is incorrect. So Jesse, your entry here is Monty Crypto.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh no real talk. Uh, Monte Crypto, yeah. is, the Bitcoin Enigma uh-huh. is straight up just a puzzler. Like again, I go by the is this interesting. Uh, it's a puzzle game that has uh puzzles that uh, are supposed to be very 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 difficult, and you're you're supposed to work with others to try and solve them, and okay. whoever wins and beats the game first gets one Bitcoin.
0: Oh, which- that's this game. Yeah, I had yes. heard a blip about this lately that there was a the first person to beat the game gets a Bitcoin, which currently is worth about eleven thousand um, dollars.
1: so yeah, and, and the, just to show you how crazy Bitcoin is, when the trailer for this game came out, it said the Bitcoin was nine thousand something. Yeah. So it's been on the rise over the last week or it so. It went
2: up, it went down again.
1: That's what it but does. The whole point of this is yeah. is it's a very, very difficult puzzle game using a first person view. And apparently there's things in the real world that you have to like use to figure out the puzzles. Oh, in so this. it's an AUG as well. Uh yeah. Yeah, I just and, saw
3: the VR code come up. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're supposed to uh I mean it smells work- a bit like a scam, but honestly it is intriguing. Oh, I agree I'll too. Give you- I, I it to me it smells like this. There's a gimmick here that then leads you down like now you're a Russian bot. Like I have no idea how this works. I don't I don't quite get it, but I think it's fascinating and I like the idea that they literally yeah. are like, Hey, streamers, play this with your like your audience, your viewers, and win money. I think that's fascinating. I, and and I know, don't it's- know if it'll be any good, but Probably not,
0: but it's not the first time this has been done. You know, this was done a lot in the 80s and 90s as well with, um, yep. you know, send evidence you beat in this game and you win money and stuff like that. There's some crazy stories
2: about that. There are. Uh, there was one where... Ashes, like, I believe. Actual treasure hunt. The guy had buried yep. stuff somewhere yep. in the UK... I don't think it was ever solved, actually. Uh, it
0: was, I believe. I can't remember. Ashens did a video on it. His video was fascinating about it. You go. I can't I'll remember the that. name of it, but I'll yeah, look, it. look for Ashens Buried Treasure. You might find okay. it. Uh, okay. That's why I liked uh,
1: about did the 15, game Oxenfree. In that yeah. game, they had a real-life ARG, and you could go do like – there was an actual moment where people went to an island in Washington State and treasure hunted. Because there were shit. That's pretty, pretty uh, Like incredible. they pinpointed where the island was. Yeah. I got videos That's, and everything. That's pretty cool, I have to admit. Yeah. All
0: right. The yes. next game on the list. So this was in Alpha a while ago, and this is one of the few games where I've actually just quit on stream because it was just a mess. Like <laughs> um, and it is the card the sort of card based tactics game made by the guys that made Smite. They decided to make a you know, put units on a map tactics collectible game, which is up my alley. It's my kind of game. And I thought, hey, you know, Smite is a perfect IP for that because you've already got tons of cool gods and associated mythologies. But it was nowhere near ready. Uh, Apparently, this is their official launch, so I think I will try it again. What I played of it, past all of the buggy, horrible shit, seemed like it had legs, so I will have another look at it.
3: It looks pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, cool. I you know, I just think it's a, good, it's a good IP, you know, you can take a bunch of mythical gods and throw them into pretty much anything. As we saw, they literally made a kart racing game at one point in Smite, and it was actually really fun. So, there you go. Alright, outside of that today, we've got a couple of console releases... Switch gets Puzzle Poppers. Yay. There you go. There's your reason. Yeah. There's an armored, uh, armored Warfare is finally coming out for PS4, which is Obsidian's modern kind of tank game. Metal Gear Survive is hitting PS4 today. Uh, the PS4 and Vita version of Deadbolts, which are quite good. And The Station is hitting PC and PlayStation 4, which looks like quite an interesting sort of first-person weird puzzly mystery game, which looks... P- that looked that look pretty neat. Uh, I think it was an ACG video that came out about that today if you want to find out more. It's a first-person sci-fi mystery set on a space station, and it looks like it could be pretty legit. Uh, I, do, I did
2: play Prey. That was decent. I enjoyed Prey. Prey is was, fucking that's great. That's an old title, but yeah, I enjoyed
0: that. Oh, it only came out last year. And it, by the way, it's well worth a look. If you if you yeah. have the time, if you've got 20, 30 hours lying around, Prey is fucking brilliant. Absolutely love that thing. I just never got the chance to really get into it because it just, it showed up at the wrong time. Let me just put it that way. Wrong place, wrong time, as so many games do. February the 21st, we could not find anything other than Abandoned Ship, which is when that hits early access. So that's uh, the 21st. Like I said, I played it and I like it. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with the early access version. Mm. I'm intrigued. I might actually just stop playing it because it might end up being in one of those situations where, like a Darkest Dungeon kind of thing, you want to wait for them to finish it properly instead of playing it early. Yeah. Uh, Outside of that, nothing really on the 21st. 22nd, Metal Gear Survive the PC version is out, I believe. Has anyone even tried that? Like, I've heard so little about it, other than the obvious fud and hate for Konami. I have not actually heard if it's any good, so I would I would love to know if this game is actually worth playing.
3: I've I've heard the extremes. I've heard it was it's an incredible game, and I've also heard that it's like just awful. Ah.
2: Metal Gear Survive, yeah. I, I haven't played a Metal Gear game in years. So... All right,
0: I don't think it's going to resemble any of the Metal Gear no. games you played. It's no. a very much a multiplayer game, I think. Uh, mixes stealth action with exploration and survival for a bold new experience or whatever. And obviously people hate it by default because of the way Konami treated um, Hideo Kojima, etc. But I'm just intrigued. I might just give it a shot, sight unseen, and see how it ends up turning out. Because I have a feeling it's probably nowhere near as bad as people are pretending. Outside of that... Looking pretty clear on that day. A couple of Switch releases... Pac Man Championship Edition 2 Plus is coming out on Switch. <laughs> if you want that for whatever reason, along with Space Cats with Lasers and so on and so forth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Lots good of good Lord. stuff.
0: Yeah, great. Really great. Uh, moving on to February the 23rd. We couldn't find anything on PC, honestly. Unless we you worked. like. We did. Unless you like sword art games, which you shouldn't, because sword art is the worst. There is um, there is, however, a Switch release of Toki Tori 2, which is quite entertaining. So you might want to have a quick look at that.
2: February. I'm gonna the tw- say the biggest problem with a lot of these games is terrible names. Yeah. Dusk Dusk of Confinement. What does that mean? What the mean? fuck does that even mean? I'm curious dusk now. Dusk of confinement? Not dust, dusk. What
1: is what is that?
0: Dusk of confinement. Um, dusk I'm looking it up right now. Let's before,
1: find it. before it's yet, an- it's yet another yeah. one
0: of those shitty survival horrors. Like, like, like there's twenty kind of these of a week. There's twenty of these a week.
3: Ugh. I'm looking at a game called Earthworms, and you would think that it had something to do with earthworms, but it's a artistic point-and-click adventure
0: game. Of course, it is. What else would it be? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it is. What the
0: fuck? There's one on here called Injured by Space. <laughs> like, how the yeah, fuck did that happen? I have to see this. I have of to see all the this things now. you get injured by, you actually get injured by space. space. Oh, oh my it. god, that is Look ridiculous! At it.
2: Oh, it's a that's BBC. A game.
0: That's a BBC injured. micro game. In fact, that's that even worse.
2: I can't believe it.
0: Look oh, at that. That is. How ac- many people will buy that? I mean, he's right. My eyes have been injured by space. Moving swiftly on. <laughs>
1: Injured by space.
0: Blackbeard's Cove, we have a suggestion here. Wait, uh, yeah. didn't
1: this show up
0: last looks... week? Did it? It uh, might have. Well,
3: what I this... just looked at it because you would think that, oh, it's got to be something with pirates, but instead it looks like someone took some this assets from GTA V and took a mini game out of it. Because you're just like, how...
0: like driving a car. I like how under what the developers have to say, it's just a series of dots. Yeah. That's, that's, it, that's, that's it. just perfect. That What it, the f- actual fuck
3: is that? Tyrion, he nailed it when he was like, "How to, where's the... He said there used to be quality control on Steam. It's like... Uh, it's,
2: can you just look at really Let's Be wasn't. Architects and read the description, which is, in quotes, Let's Be Architects is a pretty casual game made for bringing, no G on the end, the players... With a funny and enjoyable gameplay. Oh Not enjoyable, God. enjoyable E-joyable for the internet. It makes and sense. Look at, look at the game. I, th- I don't even know how this is a game. I mean, what? Well, I can't imagine they'd well, sell
0: this. Well, apparently the minimalist graphics fit perfectly with the style of gameplay. Oh, I just don't understand. So they claim.
3: Oh, uh, no. What
4: is
0: there's a lot of what junk. What is this? A lot of junk.
3: There's a, there's a game called The Binding of You. Yes. Okay. And... Very
2: excited for that Do I one. want to
3: know? Do I really want to know?
0: No.
2: Well, no. click on Capture the Monster. <laughs> it's a roguelike story about
0: you as an ice-cold human being fighting your inner. Oh my God! Please wow. click on
2: Capture the Monster. You have to capture, see the, capture the monster.
0: The mon- okay, okay.
2: Oh my as God! As you
0: can tell, there's not a lot coming out this week. Capture the uh,
3: what the fuck? <laughs> Where is? It? I don't even see capture the monster. Where
4: point, is it? I'll just
0: type it in. Capture the monster. It's an indie game based on drawing lines to capture monster that move around the map. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Like, you just can't believe it. Here's the thing. It. Like, I'd be upset about this stuff, but really, the only time anybody ever gets to know about these games is because we tell them. The segment. Yeah. They they do not appear for normal people. They do not. However, like, there is um, actually something on February the 26th that I'd like yes! to point out. And that is Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse. Oh, finally. Which yeah. actually yeah. looks like it could be quite a lot of fun. The world's best mass llama slaughter rogue like light ish couch <laughs> co op twin stick top down shooter. This, I actually got sent code for this last week. South African developer, I think. Uh, just a couple of them making this. Actually looks fucking hilarious wow they even have their their fucking trailer has a guy in a llama mask doing a sort of uh, mr robot kind of anonymous thing it's it's quite the thing apparently like it all started off as a joke and then they turned it into an actual game so yeah that actually might be quite a lot of fun
3: depending on what the
1: price tag is it's quite the thing it's (laughs) quite the thing it's quite the the thing. thing
3: it thing. is a thing that exists. It is a thing. Finally, it, it is on quite. the twenty
2: seventh. TB, we have
0: a game. We do, but that is next week <sighs> on the <sighs> Tuesday, which means it doesn't count.
2: No! You, you screwed we'll, we'll, the pooch,
0: period. We'll mention oh! it. We'll mention it anyway. Into okay. the breach. Into, into the, the breach. Yeah. Yep. Keep an eye out for into the breach, ladies and gents, because that's the real game, and that's coming next week. So maybe rather than buying any of this, unless Ata <laughs> unless actually does come out today, which is highly unlikely, just save up for uh, Into the Breach instead. <laughs> You're probably going to have more luck with that.
3: I'm definitely going to look at Abandoned Ship, though, because like, that game does yes. sort of... Yeah. Looks yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, Abandoned Ship uh, is legit from what I've played so far. Like I said, I don't know uh, if, if it's maybe a little bit easy, or if there's just a broken strat in it, or if I'm just not far enough of the game for it to challenge me yet.
3: But... Here's too good. Well, I mean, TV. I did
0: play a lot of FTL, and it does play quite a lot like that. So maybe, maybe it is that. But there we go. That is us done for the Co-Optional Podcast today. But before we go, I would love to tell you what's going on on our channels. What are we doing, Pyrian Flax, who fought through illness to be here? Finally, we get you back after three years. Would love I, to have it, you back. It's a bit rich, you saying that again.
2: I'm forcing through illness to be here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, i'm uh i'm just streaming i just stream pretty much every day if you want to tune in if you're in the uk time zone i stream in the morning sometimes uh most days i'd say mainly dota i play a lot of squad there was a new update for squad if you're a fan ah, yes. of yeah. tactical shooters version tennis squad is fantastic play a lot of that a lot of Dota. a lot of csgo and pretty much whatever takes my fancy so youtube I do upload stuff to YouTube, but it's all stuff taken from my stream. So if you want to see it firsthand, step by twitch.tv slash Go and
0: have a look. So, Victor, thank you very much for filling in for Dodger today, who was not able to be here due to a family visit. She'll hopefully be back next week. But what's coming up on your channel this week? What's going on?
3: Yeah, thanks for having me here. Uh, I've like I said, I've just started the fourth season of my Darkest Dungeon playthrough where uh, I'm doing like community viewer challenges. So you get to actually pick like, you know, the restrictions that I have to complete in the rest of the week. Uh, also, of course, is playing Isaac, Slay of the Spire. Uh, you can check me out over at twitch.tv/slash synvicta. I stream uh, Wednesday through Saturday, and I will have my graphics or my capture card back from Monster Hunter World. So that's coming back this week. And uh probably Jesse myself and maybe Krendor when he's back from his gallbladder surgery uh playing more Civ Six and check out my band as well. It's invicta.bandcamp.com. New song coming out soon. Very cool.
1: Jesse, what you got? <laughs> Y'all do too much. Uh this this week, man, I probably will stream a bunch and uh then you know, some stuff on the channel. Some some fun. Are you touching cool Kingdom Kids Come? Stuff.
0: Because it does seem like it actually would be up your alley.
1: I have not touched it once. I assume maybe I'll get there, but big I, RPG,
0: um... you know, big RPG. It's yeah, I just have so choices. much stuff,
1: like other games that I want to check out hmm. besides a giant ass art. That's the problem. Is there's a bunch yeah. of games and huge RPGs equal True. a lot of time, and it's just I don't. Have that doesn't games. help. That really does not yeah.
0: help that much. I must admit. Yeah. Oh well, never mind. As me, <laughs> I've got I've got some things in mind that hopefully I'll be able to get out over the next week. We still need to play Full Metal Furies together. We're working on that.
3: Me keep me and it's been me and TV.
0: Keep me and it's get to together to play that one, and I'll probably take a look at Abandoned Ship once the streaming and video embargo is up, which I think is tomorrow. I actually think I probably wasn't supposed to talk about that today. Whoops! I won't mention it if you don't. But anyway, there will be that. I would like to remind people if you are subscribed to the channel that we just sent out our first discount code for the merch store. You can get 10% off absolutely everything for as long as you are subscribed to the channel. If you did not get the email, which apparently a bunch of people didn't because Twitch breaks a lot... We will be sending it out again, and we'll send it out regularly, probably once a week, over the next few weeks to make sure that new subscribers get it. So you'll be getting weekly updates on that, so head on over there, because we have a new t-shirt design dropping quite soon. So you may wish to keep an eye out for that one. And also some exciting news coming your way from GOG at some point in the not-too-distant future. i don't, not quite ready to tell you about that just yet, but... It will mean some cool videos on some old games that I really like. So that's coming your way at some point. I think that's about it. Unless we've forgotten something. We probably I have. Got, probably I got something. through the
3: entire show without saying Cream of the Crapu. Well, to no, you right you didn't. now, you've ruined Actually, you, you, you ruined just it. said it. Yeah, to be you fair, just...
0: you also didn't pronounce it
3: correctly. So. so. Oh, sorry. My bad. Cream of the Crapu.
0: There we go. That's our diversity quota fulfilled. (laughs) For today, thank you, Twitch. We are done. Thank you very much for watching, folks. And thank you to our sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace Squarespace.com slash co-optional for 10% off your first order and a free trial. So easy a dog could do it. Nobody knows that you're a dog. I certainly hope that you are a dog. Like, I I would respect you more if you were. Let me just put Dogs it that great. Way. <laughs> So j- just bear that in mind the next time you try and talk to me on Twitter.
4: Thank you very much, folks. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. See ya.